Recorded live. Hotep, Hotep family. And how y'all doing tonight? You guys know who this is. Brother Amon. Yes, just into the building. This right here is going to be a very profound event, which is entitled The DNA, no, Metaphysics of the DNA Span. But um, the master teacher, Reverend Philip Valentine, and uh, Dr. Gabriel Adu Oyebu. All right. Uh, Dr. Valentine, been teaching for approximately 30 years, since the 80s, one of the founders of um, the Central Community. And, um, Brother got about over um, 300 videos, you know, um, available on YouTube alone. Not not counting, you know, some of the videos that's probably not on there, you know, that um, stuff in that nature. And to give you a little background on um, Dr. Gabriel Hebel, he's the one who um, superseded Albert Einstein's theory. But I'm gonna go ahead and let his sister John Garvey tune that to in just a second. Yes. Good afternoon. Uh, good evening, Brother Moon. Good evening, Brother. Go ahead and uh, give an introduction to the audience. I was giving them a brief introduction about uh, Dr. Gabriel Hebel. Well, we know nobody does it better than you, Brother. Praise so, God. Praise God for that. My name is John Glover, and I'd like to share with the audience and the members the God Order News, which has ordained a black man, Professor Gabriel Ohibo, with the ultimate intelligence of Eta Sub-Infinity, where Eta Sub-N exactly represents intelligence, and N, the level of intelligence, which God designed for Professor Ohibo and to be infinity, hence Eta Sub-Infinity. Since black people share the same genes as Professor Giorgibo, God has now reordained the black race to be the most intelligent, richest, and most undefeatable race. God Almighty's Grand Unified Theorem, nicknamed Gagat, is a revelation from God, which infallibly proves that all theorems, called everything that exists, and all equations, also known as morphisms, which can be isomorphisms or polymorphisms, past, present, and future, originate after one invariant, G-I, defined as God, with orthogonal components, G-I-J, and a divergence, also called change, of G-I-J, comma, J equals zero. In mathematics, you can choose any term to define a quantity, and just because I've stated through Gagat that the G-I to be God, it's not an automatic proof that it is God. For example, one can say milk originates after the store. If the store is the ultimate origin point of the milk, you can replace the term originates out of with its equivalent created by. However, before the store, the milk originates out of the cows. In this case, you cannot use the term originates out of, and you cannot replace the term originates out of with created by for the store. Gagat infallibly proved, however, that GI is the ultimate origin of all theorems called everything that exists. So the phrase originates out of can be replaced with created by, which proves that GI defined here represents God. 
since God can be defined as the creator of everything. Now that God has been informally defined by G.I.J., God's existence is informally proven. If God can prove that something exists, which is easily done by showing a human being exists, like the audience members, yourself, Brother Moon, and the other guests, and myself. Existence of a human being is the proof of the existence of G.I.J., because the G.I.J. has been informally proven to be the ultimate origin of everything. Therefore, because a human being exists, it informally proves the existence of God. Morphisms, as I defined before, which represent or can be uh, isomorphisms or polymorphisms, and also known as equations, what they do is they map realities onto a mathematical space like the brains. We use our eyes, ears, and other senses to process and understand data, and this is a measure of intelligence. Since GIJ, which infallibly defines God, has the totality of all equations, GIJ, and hence God, constitutes the totality of all intelligence. The Gagat solution of eta sub n, which all come out of GIJ or God, fundamentally represents all isomorphisms and all polymorphisms, and therefore contains all of intelligence and hence informally proved that God not only contains all of intelligence, but God is all of intelligence. And God amazingly planted all eta sub n, and hence all of intelligence, inside the brains of Professor Gabriel Audu Ohibo, and blessed him with the ultimate or totality of all intelligence with which to understand God or everything. This is how God has ordained Professor Joe with the totality of all intelligence, or the ultimate intelligence as we call it here which can be modestly stated as God has ordained Professor Oyibo as the greatest mathematical genius and the most intelligent human being ever created. Since the black race share Professor Oyibo's genes, God has ordained black people by extension to be the most intelligent race, and this has been confirmed by Gottingen University and Yale University's research. Gottingen University, the headquarters of intelligence prior to Gagat, called on the world to commemorate to the greatest mathematician before Gagat, which was Professor Carl Frederick Gauss, in the year 2005. They ranked Gagat as the number one work and the greatest mathematics work by placing Gagat at week 26, the direct center of the celebration. If you divide 52 by 2, you get 26. And to understand that number one positioning of Gagat, you have to take a look at some of the runners-up. At week 19, you'll see the name Sir Professor Michael Atia. Sir Professor Michael Atiyah is the successor to Sir Professor Isaac Newton from Cambridge University. Both held the Master of Trinity College title, a prestigious mathematics chair in the mathematics department at Cambridge. And Sir Professor Michael Atiyah is also a field medalist. The work that's listed at week 19 is called Field Medalist, plural, Lectures. Why that's particularly important is the field medal is an award that's equivalent to Nobel Prize, but since there's no Nobel Prize for mathematics, the Field Medal plays basically plays that role in terms of award that's on the level of Nobel Prize, but specifically for mathematics. So at that week 19, up until that point, since 1936, up until that date of 2005, there had been 44 Nobel Prize award equivalents or Field Medals awarded, including a TIA. Gottingen ranked that work at week 19 inferior to Gagat. In effect, they are telling the world that Gagat is worth more than 44 Nobel Prize Award equivalents or field medals. At week 23, you'll see the name Professor Anatoly T. Fermenko. 
Professor Fomenko is a head of the mathematics department at the Leningrad Moscow State University system. He is a successor to Professor Euler. Newton, Euler, and Gauss make up the three great mathematicians in the European society. And despite Fomenko being a successor to Euler, Gottingen ranked his work inferior to Gagat, placing it at week 23. At week 24, you'll see the name Professor David Hilberg. Despite being a successor to Professor Carl Frederick Gauss at Gottingen University and was considered to be the last of the great mathematicians who supervised and produced 69 PhDs in mathematics, Gottingen painfully ranked Hilbert's work inferior to Gagat at week 24. Gagat was placed at week 26, the direct center of the celebration, because mathematics has been decoded by Gagat as the study of theorems. Gagat definition, God Almighty's Grand Unified Theorem, means it contains all theorems. Since Gagat contains all theorems, and mathematics is the study of theorems, Gagat contains all of mathematics. This conclusion was agreed with and verified by Gottingen University, who recognized Gagat as the greatest mathematics discovery of all time, and hence its discoverer, Professor Gabriel Audoyibo, has replaced Professor Gauss as the greatest mathematician of all time that can never be surpassed, past, present, and future. So Gagan has been proven mathematically and has proven that its black discoverer, Professor Oyibo, to be the most intelligent human being, and hence his race is the most intelligent race. And this conclusion was agreed with and verified by a study from Yale University, in which it was conducted in 1997 and is the official position of the United States government since it was funded by President Clinton during the Genome Project uh, funding. This uh, study from Yale University showed the black race to be the most intelligent race, with 28 intelligence DNA strands, compared to non-blacks with only 19 intelligence DNA strands. This simplifies roughly of a ratio of nine strands for the blacks and six strands for the non-blacks. And previously I mentioned that Gagat decoded polymorphisms as a measure of intelligence. So when they use the term that Africans or black people have 28 polymorphisms, that can be translated into Gagat, uh, sorry, the studies actually explain that black people have 28 intelligence DNA strands. For the non-blacks, whites, Asians, Jews, and so forth, they only have 19 polymorphisms, which can be understood to be 19 intelligence DNA strands. This again means that Africans are the most intelligent race with 28 intelligence DNA strands as compared to other races with only 19 intelligence DNA strands. Also, in line four of the abstract of the Yale study, you'll see the term European bias. Now, European bias is another term for Jim Crow. Yale University realized they had to remove Jim Crow from their research in order to obtain any meaningful results. It's the same call we're making upon the religious leaders and elected officials in all black communities to remove Jim Crow from the education system so that black people can live their lives as they were created by God as the most intelligent race. So it is mathematical, it is scientific, and it's official. After 2,500 years of fraud regarding the reality of the intelligence of the black race, Gagat has forced the entire world to see Professor Giorgibo as being blessed by God with the ultimate intelligence of eta sub infinity, infallibly. And because black people share the genes of Professor Giorgibo, that makes the black people the most intelligent race, which totally destroys Jim Crow. So God Almighty's Grand Unified Theorem, nicknamed Gaga, G-I-J, J, J equals zero, 
recognized as the ultimate revelation from God, has been heavily censored since it was revealed in 1990. That censorship has been spearheaded by Jim Crow and other institutions that hate black people. Jim Crow and its allies perpetuated the censorship by intimidating and bribing media and other institutions globally. And this intimidation and bribery process includes threats of withdrawals of advertisement funds from media and other institutions that include universities and other educational institutions. And that censorship has become their primary technique to ignore the Gogget revelation in the hope that such a strategy can help them erase Gogget from humanity's memory so they can claim credit for the Gogget discovery eventually. This unfortunate strategy has led to the loss of millions of lives globally. And God has ordered that evil strategy eliminated right now since the God order, which has been suppressed for over 25 centuries, was updated by God during 1990 by God ordaining a black man, Professor Gabriel Ojibo, with the ultimate intelligence of Eta Sub-Infinity infallibly, where Eta Sub-N exactly represents intelligence and N the level of intelligence, which God designed for Professor Ojibo N to be infinity, hence Eta Sub-Infinity. Since black people share the same genes as Professor Giorgibo, God has now reordained the black race to be the most intelligent, richest, and most undefeatable race. And this is how God has called the black race back to global and universal leadership. So the way that we're now trying to make sure everyone understands this God order in full depth is through the Gagat quarter of a century anniversary briefing. Uh, this briefing is also known as the Gagat life-saving and Riemann hypothesis briefing, which is going to be conducted this December 28, 2015. And one of the major parts of this Gaga quarter of a century life-saving and br- a briefing and a room in hypothesis uh, uh, briefing is part of the mourning of the memory of Professor Ojibo's mother, Mrs. Harisatu Okumajiajibo, along with other martyrs for Gaga, like Miss Sandra Blend, Sergeant James Brown, Terrell Day, Jeremy McDowell, Trayvon Martin, Eric Gardner, Michael Brown, Laquan McDonald, Tamir Rice, and others who have recently transformed on due to lynchings or other types of Jim Crow terrorism, which God has ordered us to stop by ordering all black people now to erect Gagat monuments of the G-I-J, comma J equals zero formula that tell the world never again, like the Jewish Holocaust was ended by equals MC squared monuments which say never again. So we're inviting everyone in the audience to lead delegations of 100 or more people each to participate in the Gagat quarter of a century anniversary since Gagat formally was developed in 1990 and it's now 2015. So, on the revelation, the God Almighty's grand unified theorem, nicknamed Gagat, G-I-J, J equals zero, through Professor Gabriel Audu-Ohibo, chairman of the mathematics department at the Ofapit Institute of Technology, which takes place on December 28, 2015, at Hopog Holiday Inn in Hopog, New York. To register, it's very simple. You just go into Google search browser, pass this result, and you type in Gagat. God, A as in Apple, G again as in God, U as in USA, T as in Thomas. When you put that into the Google search browser, the first result that you will get will be the gagatofapit.org website. When you click on that, at the very top, you'll see the link that allows you to register completely for the Gagat or the Gagat Quarter of the Century Anniversary Briefing, which is at the very top of the page. This Gagat Quarter of the Century Anniversary Life-Saving and Riemann Hypothesis Briefing 
among other things, takes a look at what God has done with the black race and the rest of humanity since 1990 through Gagat. One particular focus of this particular uh, Gagat life-saving briefing and Riemann hypothesis briefing is to let the uh, black people understand the God order, calling them to retake control of their lives again and to provide leadership to humanity globally. This uh, quarter-century anniversary urges the black race to obey this God order, requiring them, the black people in particular, to erect monuments of the Gagat formula, G-I-J, J equals zero, particularly because Einstein's equals MC squared equation, which is one equation out of the infinite number of equations that are embedded within G-I-J, J equals zero, has a monument erected in Berlin. Since E equals MC squared is but one very, 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 very small subset of GIJ, J equals zero, and Gagat has already proven that GIJ, J equals zero is the origin of all equations, including E equals MC squared. What this proves is that GIJ, J equals zero qualifies for infinite number of monuments in every city and every city hall in the world, which requires the urgent action of the audience members to demand every government and its leaders to erect such monuments immediately. In addition, the ultimate challenge to Jim Crow came through Gagat, or God Almighty's Grand Unified Theorem, nicknamed Gagat, G-I-J, J equals zero. This came during 1990, and it unfoldly proved that all theorems or proven truths and all equations, past, present, and future, originate from one invariant, G-I, with orthogonal components, G-I-J, and a divergence of G-I-J, J equals zero. And so summarizes all of mathematics, which I previously explained is a study of theorems, and all knowledge of proven truths into one equation of gij, j equals zero. For the audience, gij, j equals zero has involved proof that all proven truths are governed by just one equation, with each proven truth represented by a gij, and so earned Professor Gio all the Nobel Prizes and other prizes in the world, like the Abel Prizes and the Clay Mathematics Millennium Prizes, because Gagat has solved all the mathematics problems in terms of GIJ solutions are for every problem that the Clay Mathematics Institute has declared, and all other problems has a specific GIJ solution. For example, the Gagat G2J solution has solved the Riemann hypothesis. This has been communicated with the Clay Mathematics Millennium Problem, uh, the Clay, Math uh, Clay Mathematics Millennium Institute, and they have not disagreed with the Gaga G2J revealed solution, but instead they were forced to ignore it by Jim Crowism. You can see publications of this particular G2J solution to the Riemann hypothesis, which are entitled One, the Gaga Unified and Radical Mathematics Research Journal. Volume 1, number 1, November 2010. And the second one being Gagat, G-I-J, J equals zero. Radically unifies mathematics and solves the Riemann hypothesis. A clay mathematics millennium problem by Professor Gabriel Aogibo. Jim Crow is forcing the Clay Mathematics Institute to deny Professor Aogibo the Millennium Prize for the Riemann hypothesis as revealed by the Gagat G2J solution in spite of the recognition of Gagat as the greatest mathematics discovery by the mathematicians of Gottingen University. And it is Gottingen University from which the Riemann hypothesis problem originated from, since Bernard Riemann actually was the head of the mathematics department at Gottingen after Gauss. So it's important to understand that Gagat has, in effect, destroyed Jim Crow. 
In addition, physics professor Dasgupta, representing Asia, primarily India, has concluded that Professor Gioibo is closer to God than any of the human being because of the Gaga discovery. He declared this by in a letter written on July 25, 2007, to our university. It was titled God's Mission in Dasgupta and went as follows. Dear Oyibo, good day. I heard that you have been successful in finding the unified field theory. Congratulations. You are more close to God than any of us. I was also working upon this theory. Since my theory was different, God was different to me. The important part is where he declares you are more close to God than any of us due to the Gaga discovery. So, again, the Jim Crow factor that we, I'm talking about tonight was originally revealed in a New York City councilman, Councilman Al Van, organized a presentation directly to a president of a black university uh, on a new discovery called Gaget, um, G-I-J, comma, J equals zero, uh, over 10 years ago. It was agreed after that meeting that the historical black colleges need to study this Gaget discovery. However, it is over 10 years later, they are still not studying it. This is directly contrasted by white schools like Harvard, MIT, Yale, Columbia, even University of Texas at Austin are studying the Gaga uh, discovery. This is consistent with and constitutes Jim Crowism. The Gaga discovery proved mathematically the black discoverer to be the most intelligent human being and hence his race the most intelligent race. The study from Yale University confirmed the black race to be the most intelligent race with 28 intelligence DNA strands compared to non-blacks with 19 intelligence DNA strands. And this roughly simplifies to approximately a ratio of nine strands for the blacks and to six strands for the non-blacks. This means that without Jim Crow, black universities should be better than non-black universities with a ratio roughly of nine to six. Unfortunately, under Jim Crow, black schools are considered inferior to the non-black schools. That is why the black audience members need help from the elected officials and religious leaders to getting Jim Crow out of the black schools. And the best action that can be taken to dealing with that is for the people to register for the Doggett Quarter of the Century Anniversary Briefing, which again is this December 28, 2015. You can easily do that by going onto Google, typing in Doggett, G-A-G-U-T. The first result will bring you to our website, and at the very top of the website page, you'll be able to give them the link that you can click on to register for the briefing. You can register for the briefing using two currencies, recognizing that you've been ordered to come to this briefing because it is to put an end to the lynching and the attack by Jim Crow and the black people. You can come into this briefing using two currencies, the first currency being what we call the God currency, which is intelligence, and the second currency is the Jim Crow currency. The briefing cost is 550 U.S. dollars. For those who have the Jim Crow currency and are go-getters, they can go to the link, as I described before, on our webpage and register completely. But for those who say they can't do the 550 U.S. dollars, they can put down what they can afford. Say they can afford $110. What we've been ordered to do now is to match that $110 they put down by gathering four other individuals or partnering up with four other individuals who have put down $110 each the four that do that, 110 times four is 440. That 440 is the God currency, which we will combine with your $110, which is the Jim Crow currency. 110 plus 440 is 550. You come together as a group of five. You're now in a group of five. Come
Dogged Book amongst the five of you. You can even come in as simple as $5.55. If that's what you can afford, you put that down. We've been ordered to match that $55 by pairing you up with nine other individuals who can do the $55. 55 times nine is 495. That 495 is what we call the God currency. It comes out of the intelligence of unifying together. The $55 that you put down is the Jim Crow currency. If you combine that 55 with 495, you get 550. You come into the briefing as a group of 10, and you'll share a book amongst you. You can come into the briefing as something as simple as $5, which is something every black person can do right now. And if you do that, we've been ordered to match that $5 by getting you partnered up with 109 other people who will put down $5 each. 109 times 5 is 545. That's the God currency, which we combine with the Jim Crow currency of your $5. Together, you get 550. So the whole point is, if you understand the God order and what I've just explained, you'll be able to register right now. And we praise God for those who registered, and pray that the people listening tonight understand this God order and register for the briefing this December 28, 2015. Is everyone ready now? Yes, sir. Um, before we begin, let me um, see if we got Dr. Valentine on here now, Minister Brown. Um, are you guys present with us, Dr. Valentine? Yes, hello? Okay, okay. How you doing, sir? Are you calling in from a New York number? Yes, I'm calling in from a New York number. Okay. Um, Minister Brown, are you in with us? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, yes, I can, sir, and I'm pretty sure you're calling in from New York number as well. All right, so um, every hour um, I want to go ahead and um, open up the line for questions. I already got questions coming in the chat box right now. Um, I would like for you brothers, you know what I'm saying, to, to build together at least. Um, let, let's try um, to keep it at a 30-minute minimum, if, you know what I'm saying, if one person is going to, you know, continue to have, give a presentation to themselves instead of having, like, a conversation, stuff in that nature. So um, with that being said, um, you could go ahead and uh, introduce Dr. Gabriel Oyebu. Yeah. Please hold. I will connect over to the professor. Please hold. Hello. How's it going, Doctor? God is the greatest. How are you doing? Doing well. Uh, we have Dr. Valentine on the phone. Uh, we have uh, Minister Brown with us. Today's topic is on metaphysics of the DNA strand. Uh, I just would like for there to be a consideration uh, of each individual who's going to make a presentation. Let's try to keep it on 30, 30 minutes limit on, you know, a straight presentation. If you guys, you know, if not actually having a conversation on the on this particular subject, because uh, I'm pretty sure myself and the audience would like to hear every single last one of your brothers' um, opinion in regards to this topic. Um, okay. Uh, did you say something about a specific topic? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Today's topic is on metaphysics of the DNA strand. I had already informed John Glover. I'm not sure if he had informed you in regards to the topic. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I guess that kind of uh, got lost in the shuffle, supposed to. Yeah, but that's fine. I He said, uh, Brother Dr. Valentine was going to be on. I just didn't know uh, the topic was going to be specific. You know, to uh, metaphysics and DNA. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, 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 I'll apologize if John didn't inform you about that. But um, I I have a question. Um, any of you brothers can answer this. Um, the question is, they say that the Nubian men have about nine DNA strands, and uh, mankind have about six DNA strands. And I would like to know what is the advantage of um, the Nubian man having more DNA strands than mankind? What what advantage does that give us? And what disadvantage does that give them? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, are you asked, am I getting started with it or uh, the other guests uh, are going to go first? Um. You want me to get started? Yeah, yeah. Let's start with you. Start with you. Okay. Um, yes. First of all, the general topic, uh, is, you know, the first meeting I had with, uh, brother, Dr. Valentine, uh, I think he was very nervous not really knowing my background and and he asked me a question on metaphysics. Unlike most mathematicians uh, of the modern day, uh, they shy away from metaphysics and and try to uh, write it off as being, uh, you know, um, uh, metaphysics as opposed to the regular physics. And I told Brother Dr. Valentine that that was, that was a very subjective, to say the least, uh, opinion. Uh, in the field of knowledge, uh, most attempts at Getting an understanding of reality is um, guesswork. Guesswork. I mean, and it's only natural because something you've never done before, you've never seen before, you've never dealt with before, you see it, you, it's very hard to actually precisely describe it appropriately. So you start with guesswork, and you work your way through until you come into uh, the the reality. Many times you're unable to actually deal, you know, get the whole truth. You know, you get a piece of the truth, and so on and so forth. So all sciences until Gagat was based on that. They may still call it mathematics. As a matter of fact, when Gagat was coming on the scene. Uh, mathematics was degenerating to theories, and it hurt me so badly. 
Um, and I guess that um, spiritual dimension of my life, I, you know, probably contributed to why God gave me the order to go and spell it out once and for all that mathematics is a science created by our ancestors. Uh, in fact, those of you who are more sophisticated, I mean, in history of black people, you would remember the, uh, the civilization before the, um, the Kemetic civilization was called Ma civilization, M-A-A. M-A-A, then Ma is the definition of intelligence, or is the word for intelligence in the original African language, Ma. So that's where the word mathematics comes from. First, with the encounter of the Arabs, it was called Ma'at. But the original word is M-A-A, Ma. And then from Ma'at, the Greek took it and then they call it Ma'at, Ma'atikos. By the time it, it arrived in England, of course, the, the O was dropped. So it became mathematics. So, but Ma is intelligence, an act of understanding. So an act of understanding, the highest level or, you understand, is when it becomes quantitative. That's a very important, you know, for understanding. Uh, it has to be quantitative, and within the quantitativeness, you can then look for something that's more quantitative. Ideally, you're looking for a perfect understanding. A perfect understanding, for example, is like an equation for a straight line. Um, if you have y minus 2x is equal to 0, that is quantitative, and it is exact representation of a straight line. Uh, y is equal to 2x, the slope of 2 and all that. So that is the highest you could do with an understanding of a straight line. Now, but if you below that, you could say, well, something that looks straight, but that's, that is qualitative. That's not precise. That's not quantitative. Now, that fundamentally is the difference between every form of, the, and, and the word straight could be described in any, any manner depending on the, the person's background. You know, they have, may have some other things to compare straight line with and so on and so forth. But when you reduce it to quantitative and you get gargotical, which is the ultimate, you will have the equation as y minus 2x is equal to zero. It's a gij. That's a gij. Now, what you've done in that process is um, prove that it is, the highest level of understanding of a straight, that particular straight line you can go. The evidence is when you have y minus the 2x is equal to 0. 0, that 0 is God. It means that understanding of 
that straight line comes from God. It's how God sees it. It's how God ordered it. That's why you cannot go past, you know, such a point. But, like I said before, if you just came in across a dynamics of straight line, you will have a lot more guesswork to do before you arrive precisely to that particular plan. By the way, that is eta sub zero. It, you know, it comes from the class of uh, solution, solutions of Gagot from eta sub n that's called eta sub zero. So it is that this is the dynamics that was revealed to me in 1990, how you could get the most Precise. You talk about the precision in our history and the pyramid. The ultimate is what God has given to me. Okay? Uh, God, God says G-I-J, comma, J equal to zero, which is another way of saying mm-hmm. all theorems, yes. all truth, all, all infallibly proven truth, which is realities. Every piece of reality and all equations which represent those realities or theorems originate from one in very only one invariant GI infallibly proven to be God and Orthogonal components of that GI, which is GIJ. And since it is an invariant, when you take a change of it, which in the tensor notation would be GIJ, comma J equals zero. That is the Perfect, infallible, perfect description of every geometry, geometry or reality. Geometry, geometry means the word jar. We make fun of our brothers from from, uh, from the Caribbean, but they're using the original word for God, jar. Geometry, which is another way of saying the studying of God. The study of God is geometry. So. And, you know, every creation, every reality is geometry, is represented by geometry, and all of them come out of Gagot perfectly. You can't go past Gagot. Now, that is what God, I mean, so you throw in a few things immediately. The GI itself is zero, so change is zero, is zero. But the change is important so you can get a sense of the, you know, what it is you're dealing with, to be able to formulate what is called the fundamental solutions. So not only is the GI zero, that means it comes from God, that's a reference point, but the change naturally is zero. That's what has been adopted in the religions, so-called religions. But religions, people have come across, try to analyze and all that, but religion is nothing but the African philosophy, which ties into the metaphysics. Religion is the African process, efforts to understand reality, and all totality of reality is God. So 
But later on, when other people came in and tried to pretend they're so-called conquering, which is incredibly embarrassing, how could you conquer a people that, <laughs> you understand, are so civilized, they know the value of life? But so they came in and took over and all that. The next thing, what was one African philosophy or metaphysics or you know, dynamics of trying to understand reality, they took it and divided it into two or more parts and called, you know, the divisions by different names and called Christianity and my Islam and others, the Hindu, whatever. That's what we encountered when we lost our minds or, or the non-blacks especially lost their minds and tried to so-called conquer black people. Anyway, so God in revealing G.I.J. J. equal to zero, which is a perfect representation of every ounce of reality, God then ordained me with the understanding of God, that is the totality of reality, and everything that came out of God, not only approximately, but perfectly. So it's the journey from metaphysics or philosophy to the highest level any creature can go. But God didn't stop there. God gave me the solutions to the GIJ comma J equal to zero, which is eta ben. Eta sub n is equal to little g sub n j uh, x j to power n plus 1. That is what is called the fundamental solutions. The fundamental solutions are what you call the building block. The building block of the understanding of the totality of the universe that you use in constructing every piece of that universe, including human beings, including dogs, including ants, including plants. So, I want you to keep that in mind. You have the G-I-J, the I can represent every material, everything God ever created. So therefore, by giving the fundamental solution is how God really, the building block God used, the eta of is the building block God used in creating every piece of reality. So that becomes a fundamental solution, as we call it in mathematics or the building block. So with that building block, I can construct every reality exactly. Now, so then you switch all a little bit and you say, okay, what is the mind used for in terms of intelligence? What do you use intelligence for? Intelligence is used to figure out a reality You use intelligence 
to construct a reality. And I said reality is represented by G.I.J. And I said to construct the G.I.J., you use Eta Soben. So if Eta Soben is what you use in constructing the G.I.J., and intelligence is used to figure out G.I.J., you can see that intelligence and Eta Soben are one and the same. Exactly. Now, the N in the Eta Soben represents the level of intelligence, which obviously, because that formula was shown in my brains, it came out of my brains, the N goes from zero, the magnitude of N goes from zero to infinity. All of them are in my head. That's with what I talk. That's how God ordained me with the ultimate intelligence. That's not public relations. That's not a guesswork. That's not up to a vote. It's not, it's not a disregard for modesty. Uh, in heaven, there is no such a thing as modesty. Otherwise, God will be crawling on the floor because God wants to be modest. There's only one language. There's only one way to make a presentation, which is the truth. It's on that basis that 2 plus 1 minus 3 is equal to 0. 2 plus 1 minus 3 is equal to 0. There's no, there's no place for modesty there. If modesty say your answer has to be different from 0, that's a fraud. It's worse than lying. That's the age we're in. That's the gagot age of intelligence. That's something that has to be taken care of now. So we have 2 plus 1 minus 3 is equal to 0 because that's a God order. That came from God. It's an absolute truth. 2 plus 3 minus 5, you will say, well, that's another equation. But guess what? That's also equal to 0. It's also the truth, which is the only language God speaks. So those of us who are very, uh, very religious, very, they would like to go to heaven, let me tell you something that may shock you. There's only one language in heaven, the truth. That's the language of God. And how you know it is the truth is you must put the dynamics and end up with that zero because that zero is the origin of the truth. You can't say you're just going to go and go be polite. You can't, no, no, no. You, you see, God, that's God's language. You must speak that God's language for you to uh, live with God. It's that simple. That's why God sent God, God, so that the world now know what needs to be done. So what is now called religion is taking metaphysics and trying to play around with it to suit human purposes. That's what's wrong. That's why God sent Gagot. So Gagot comes in as a unifier. He unifies metaphysics with physics, with chemistry. Do you understand? With religion, you all become one. But 
You can't become one unless you take your own pieces and check with the other components using gagas and say, aha, uh-huh, this is where we have our differences. All right, so I can see now because of gagas, uh, what I tack into my piece previously uh, is out of the question. I'm going to throw it away. The other party will do the same thing. The third, you understand, you do all that. That's what gagas, because Whatever you believe in, okay, whatever you thought was right, has now to be checked with Gaga because Gaga comes from God. That's why everything you do on your left-hand side must equal zero on the right. That is what forced Jim Crow to buckle and get shattered. Because Jim Crow has been perpetrating a three-fifths of humans on black people before that. In their, in their own words, within the so-called European bias, when they were touched by Gagas, it came in 1990, I remember uh, 1992, somewhere there, I was engaged in Cambridge University as a, a very prestigious professor from Stephen Hawking's department of the Department of Applied Mathematics and Theoretical Physics. His name was George Batchelor. I, I, I sent him a piece of Gaga to took a look at. He was horrified. And he was a colleague of, probably a senior colleague of Stephen Hawking, Professor George Batchelor. And I engaged him, and he brought in many of the others. They were horrified. It's something they never thought was going to be feasible. So anyway, when Jim Crow saw that, <laughs> um, they got a, a, a message from God. So they decided somewhere that the so-called European bias was dead. It was bombed by Gaga. So they called on the president of the country, uh, President Clinton, I said, what do we do now? So Clinton gave them money under the genome program to go and say, well, we can't touch Oyibo's infinite intelligence. So what we can do now is to find out his brothers and sisters, fair, how they compare with him, and even more importantly, how the non-blacks compare with the black race. Not a no question anymore in terms of which race has been the chosen race or the most intelligent race. That's when the genome program started at Yale University. And if you notice, the author, the chief author, the leader of the group in Yale, by the way, they got other universities to involve in the process from Europe, but none from the non-black, I'm sorry, none from the black universities, Europe and everywhere else. They gathered and lo and behold, they went in and they, they were studying, they were using the ethos of Ben, which is intelligence. That's the formula I gave you, proved to you earlier, is exact formula for intelligence, where N is the level of intelligence. But their development was not sophisticated enough to connect directly with Gaga. So they, they were using the ethos of Ben through the DNA. The helix and all that all come from the ethos of Ben. Of the DNA. So they were using that, but their allu- alluding to Gagot came as 
the word polymorphisms. All of the polymorphisms are right in there in Eta Soben. All of them, not the single things left out. So they were measuring the intelligence, the N in the Etasoben, in the Yale lab, by geneticists. And their result came after they said they couldn't fool around with the numbers. The black people scored N of the level of 28 from the Etasoben. And then N for the non-blacks of 19. That's how God settled the issue. Now, this is their own measurement. Okay? That's after they've gotten the reality from God. That's what has happened. So, metaphysics and DNA, I think I have pretty much summarized it. Okay. Um, I have a question for uh, Dr. Valentine. My question is... um. What is the significance of uh, having nine DNA strands in a comparison to six DNA strands? And as well, may you please um, elaborate on you know DNA and its relation to metaphysics? <clears throat> well, all honors and praise to the dais that's here today. I give thanks for being invited to speak uh, with such an illustrious dais. I would first like to address what Dr. Yibo stated about my nervousness. I lost my nervousness at the fifth grade when I was on stage. I've never been nervous in addressing anyone. Uh, I have been cautious and respectful. And maybe if it actually sounded or looked like that, it may have been misconstrued. The other thing is that metaphysics to us is a language. It's a decoding system. It is not something inherited from the Greeks. It is something that comes directly from Kemet. And the word, the letters K-E in front of the word metaphysics is how we approach that particular subject. It is not a philosophy for us. It is an applied system of decoding and we call it cometaphysics. And in dealing with cometaphysics, we deal with the uh, decoding system of our ancestors where the European mind deals with what we call uh, impositional analysis. Impositional analysis is based upon the viewer of a phenomenon imposing his will or his perception of what he sees upon the thing analyzed. In other words, it must conform to whatever limitations of his view and perception of reality, and thus he names it in accordance with that purview. With the ancient cometic use of cometaphysics, we call it intuitional analysis, where we wait for the thing to analyze and to define itself. And in so doing, we approach a situation in a meditative state and allow the thing that we are observing through the observer, not through our thoughts, not through our learned analyses given to us or downloaded by teachers and other indoctrinators of this Western education system. We wait, we meditate, 
and we look for all the variables for that thing which is divine in its own right to define itself. And that's why we name it according to how it names itself. Metaphysics to us is the way of looking at how the dynamic waveform and the movement of that waveform, which we call the divine intention of God, to be. We study intentions. We study cause, not effects. So therefore, it is not a philosophy. Metaphysics or metaphysics to us is a tool. And therefore, saying that, the nine-strand DNA, again, is an identification or identifying marker of the European. The European can only identify nine. So therefore, he can only access through his own limited technology, nine. Whereas our ancestors, through what became the Hebraic language called Kabbalah, identified 22. In accordance with the dynamics of cometophysics and the analytical lens of cometophysics, there is yet to be strands and aspects of the DNA to be discovered, but the European's technology has not yet reached to that level that our ancestors have. But we have left it in the codings of the language. The 22 letters of the Kabbalah essentially constitute the 22 star systems that match the 22 strands of DNA, most of which up to nine and up to six are now dormant. They are awaiting the resurrection of man. And to me, Gagot being that aspect to initiate or excite or instigate that resurrection back to awakening what is called the junk DNA back into the 22 strand, which belongs to, as he correctly says, the melanated man, the man that dark matter consciousness created when it wanted to express an aspect of itself. God and man are one. Man today, the black man, is God folded over onto itself. And we express that in our search for itself. Everything that we find out about ourselves, we feed back into the God come, what we call here as our school, the uh, galactic mainframe, the universal galactic mainframe, which is what it is that the creator set up for all of us to share. What we have essentially in speaking about the metaphysics of DNA or the cometaphysics of DNA is that the DNA is actually just the foundation. It is the soil upon which our actions are either predictory based upon the contracts we set down for ourselves, or it can be changed. That's the beauty of DNA. The mind can change DNA. It can activate it or deactivate it. The RNA, on the other hand, is indicative of the level that one has reached. Where are you within this circumscription of third density where we share this compression zone called third density? The RNA is an indicator of that. The RNA tells you where the soils are of your ancestors, where you and your ancestors were, which is why the new political system today is going to be based upon the DNA-RNA complex of peoples of color. So the European man can no longer exploit land that does not belong to him because the flower and fauna does not match the RNA and DNA of his RNA-DNA. So what is that significance to us? 
at our university. It is the fact that we forward Dr. Ayibo's great work in opening the minds of our brothers and sisters to the sublimeness of his theorem. And we open the eyes of the youth by giving them access through the language and the tool that we call cometaphysics. And the youth and the understanding and the uh, amplification of their, their, their capabilities to deal with intuitive analysis or intuitional analysis and to come out of the European educational or deducational mindset of impositional analysis. So we come as a blank slate and we teach people through that particular aspect of themselves to raise themselves to that nine DNA and then to the 12 and then to eventually the 22 by coming to the understanding of what we call mathematics, but we call it Mahat or Mahat Hemetics. Dr. Iyibo so eloquently stated, at our school we say Mahat Hemetics, based on the Hemetic system, which is Jehudi. And we always refer uh, our students to Dr. Iyibo uh, to give them an understanding and understanding of where the new paradigm of thought is going. But let it be understood and let it be clear that we are a segue to what it is that many people cannot understand or understand around the Gaga theory. It is very sublime. It is very uh, unique uh, to the human reality today. It is uh, elegant beyond the reach of a lot of our people. And what we do is we prepare our people to become elegant thinkers by accessing the observer within them. Why? And I will wrap this up by saying this. The observer within you, that part of you that is not attached to your thinking process, the part of you that looks at your thoughts, most people don't know that they're not thinking their own thoughts. They're thinking of something in the past that they have put down in their uh, catalog of thinking as their thoughts based upon the, the, the stimulus that they have formed uh, their thought process with all the experiences and how they've codified it in words. But the observer is something separate from your thinking. The very fact that you can analyze your thoughts means there's something that is there analyzing that. And we call that the observer. What we want our, our students and our people to do is to become greater observers or become greater uh, interfaces with their observer so that they can analyze the thought processes that's been given to them in their education system, so that they'll know the difference between what it is that Dr. Oyibo has been brought and what it is that they have been forced to think the reality of today is. So what I'll say, wrapping up, is that cometaphysics is not the regular physics. It is something that we are regaining and taking back from the, the Greeks in their limited capacity to understand what melanin had brought to the planet. Kemet of physics, which is an honor to those of the ancestors we deal with the, uh, the study and the teaching of the uh, Sopadet, the Sodahi. What we deal with is the teachings that the so-called DNA is the soil. The RNA is the indicator of how your development is going. And uh, we always give honor and praises to you, uh, Dr. Uyibo, for the work that you have achieved and what you have been given to share with humanity. 
But let it be clear, understand that metaphysics is not uh, a philosophy to us. We use the word metaphysics because it's common. It's something that people can be acclimated to. They can understand what that means because of the fact that the Europeans have brought that to a philosophy. It became a religion for them. For us, it's science. It's nothing more than a tool. So come metaphysics is the grandfather, the great-grandfather, the ancestor of metaphysics. And with that tool, we are hoping to bring more people to the inner over and understanding of what Gargot has now shown the way to. Okay, okay. Uh, for the audience out there who are calling in, about to uh, open up some of the lines, I would like for you guys um, to participate by um, asking questions. So first I'm going to start off with um, Southwest Louisiana. Southwest Louisiana, you're on the air. Do you have any questions? For Dr. Gabriel Yeebor, Dr. Valentine. Southwest Louisiana. Hello? Okay. Um... Oh, I enjoyed the conversation, both of them. Really is refreshing. <laughs> and and kinda intriguing because some of it the first speaker, doctor, uh some of the stuff he was saying, I think in the middle I got caught and I wasn't able to get a second equation he was talking about. But either way it go, I really like it all and interested in it all, and I agree that we have a lot that we're not getting into because I believe that um, religion is stifling some of the the way we're supposed to be observing or our, 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 uh, dealing with each other. Uh, that's not a bad thing. I'm just saying that uh, we have a lot to learn, and I do believe that through language, there's different um, strands lost. Like that first doctor who was talking, it was something he said with an L or sounded like a, a, a L something or a L something. And in the middle of that, when he said that, when he spoke that, I connected to that. So what the Dr. Valentine said about the Kabbalah and maybe I don't, you know, I don't want to say no name, but the different languages and the letters, uh, a lot of things are, are, are identified through language. Like I said, the first doctor who said something, he said something with a la. Uh, um, it was the way he said it. Maybe he said it the correct way that made it, uh, uh, made me or my spirit identify with it. Uh, I believe that everything that was said is truth. Uh, he kept speaking about zero, zero, zero. And, and um, a lot of this is resonating with me. So I'm just interested in it. I'm going to keep calling and trying to listen. And if I had the funds for sure, I would make it on the 28th. And, uh, but right now I don't. So I'm just going to try to keep listening, connecting. Thank you for that language. Understand? I'm sorry. Now you can mute me. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, how did you hear about it? How did I hear what? Oh, hold on. Hold on. <clears throat> okay. 
Okay, say that again, please. I said, um, how did you hear about this event? Oh, on Facebook, um, uh, maybe Brother G. Is it a Brother G somewhere in the conversation? Okay, all right. Thank you very much, sister. All right, Central Minnesota, you was on the air. Do you have any questions? Dr. Valentine or Dr. Gabriel Yebo, you are now on mute. I appreciate the dialogue. I don't have any questions, though. Okay. All right, brother. Thank you very much. Southwest Ohio, you are on the air. Do you have any questions? Dr. Valentine, Dr. Gabriel Yebo. Once again, you are muted. Southwest Ohio. Okay, now I'm open up one more caller after this. Um, North Georgia, you was on the air. Do you have any uh, questions for Dr. Oyibu or Dr. Valentine? Any questions, any comments? North Georgia. All right. So um, and we have um, Minister Brown on here as well. Um, I would like to ask you, brother, is there anything that you would like to expound on in regards to this topic? Well, uh, Brother Moon, thank you for your great work. I can't thank uh, Brother Phil Valentine enough. I've had the pleasure of uh, documenting several of his lectures. And, of course, uh, Professor Ebo. Uh, whom God has blessed me to work very closely with and to travel uh, throughout uh, Nigeria uh, and also throughout the um, uh, New York area and all around setting up lectures and so forth for him. The question that I ask is this, and I ask uh, for both uh, Brother Phil and Professor Ebo, is we have seen... Uh, the human species evolve uh, from, there have been seven stages uh, scientists uh, claim through looking at uh, DNA and bone structure, and etc. The last being Homo sapiens sapien. Uh, but I feel that humanity is going through uh, a process of higher cognitive awareness in the sense that we are evolving, certainly uh, according to the zodiac, uh, the star Kephas is now the brightest star in the hemisphere and uh, in, the, uh, in our solar system. And Kephas stands for the Ethiopian star. And uh, according to Dr. Charles Finch, when Kephas becomes the brightest star, it means that the Ethiopian king, which references the black man, uh, the black world, the black woman, you can't leave the black woman out because all life comes through the black woman, which we honor, and uh, who is our mother, our sister, our wife, who we look at Sandra Bland as a representative of, and uh, uh, and we are encouraged 
to not let her death be in vain. So the question that I ask both of you is to speak on this higher consciousness of evolvement of the human spirit uh, and uh, kind of give us an idea of what it is and what it purports and and the heaven that is on the horizon if we would but in uh, take in what is being said to our consciousness and act on it. That's the question. Brother, I will defer to my, my good brother, Dr. Gabriel Oyebo. Uh I would defer to him to uh, open. Okay. Okay, thank you, Dr. Valentine, my brother. Uh, we haven't we haven't been together now for what almost uh, fourteen five years. To ten years, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, Fun. Yes. Um, but uh, you've been covering one small part of the country, right? <laughs> and of course, reaching out to everywhere. But uh, I guess those who are near your where you located uh, probably have a little bit of you more than others. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, in terms of uh, enlightenment, in terms of going to higher grounds, in terms of understanding, overstanding. Um, it's a journey that we started when we were created, um, and, you know, it, it really never ends. That's why there are a lot of dynamics that need to be curbed now through Gaga. Um, you see, the dynamics now, okay, the Yale study is, like I said, um, and therefore, the reaction to Gaga, the immediate reaction to Gaga, uh, you know, in effect, what was done by the Yale study was actually to reveal the fraud which was being perpetrated on black people. And when we say black people, really, you know, talking about people of color, it, you know, they in indigenous people and all, some of them were almost exterminated. Uh, but the process began with trying to label them through a projection from the non-blacks, the Europeans especially. Uh, they took their own intelligence, which is three-fifths, about 60% of ours, and inverted it. three-fifths, they call us three-fifths of human beings to justify them trying to annihilate us. It was in reality the reverse of our own intelligence. It was their own intelligence that was slapped on us. So it can justify, you know, um, them treating us very nicely. 
And, you know, it, it hurts me even from my own family when I see a black person wake up. So be overwhelmed with the whole concept of slavery or, I mean, there are a lot of horrors. It is why uh, people like Brother Val- Valentine, uh, you know, what he does in terms of elevating the minds of our people must be really, really um, recognized and, and proper because if you pick up a, some bits and pieces of our experience, the horrors, talk about the Columbus, you understand? And I can only refer you to a lecture by Brother Professor Barashango. That's a dynamite brother. He laid out those experiences, how people came over here and exterminated the Native Americans and did all kinds of horrible things to them. And then after that, tried to bring, you know, when we, when we were here, I mean, we were one. Uh, during the Omec days and everything else, I understand. Uh, but this particular era of Columbus was so horrible. I mean, you hear it and you, you know, but it continues to the point where, for example, the whole fraud of so-called slavery. In other words, they took our strong point and turned it into a weak point. That has to be understood. I can't talk on that enough. And I like Brother Valentine to to take note of that as well. Uh, that that has to be explained seriously to our people, which is that our strong point is that we created uh, in the closest symbolism of the Creator, and so we emulate the Creator. As sin, the Creator created life, something no nothing else can do, no other creature creature can do. Um, and so we were blessed with the understanding of that incredible power, expression of power, to create a life or to just simply create, that we saw and understood the sacredness of life. And so rather than do anything that would jeopardize somebody else's life or our life, we rather run away from the situation. With the um, the non-blacks mistook as a weakness, and so they brag about conquering. Is the dumbest concept ever presented? There is no creature on, on in the universe that can cap, you know conquer the black race. It's an name possibility, which the final admitted to in the Yale study, after God got whipped their behinds. That must be thoroughly emphasized. To say you can conquer a black race 
It's like saying you're conquering God. Because after you conquer the black race, you will conquer God, obviously. Because there's nothing between God and the black race in terms of the attributes of, of you know, what represents, you know, reality. Our brains are far bigger, better, superior to anyone. So, so what has been mistaken by these non-blacks was the fangs and the, uh, the claws, which like the kind uh, tiger has. They saw the world a little better than the tigers. That's what was going on. So they, and they were bragging about it which is what's happening right now, which is why everybody must come on board. It's the only way the rubbish that is going on currently can be stopped. It's gargotical. In other words, the tiger is supposed to be one of the kings of the jungle. Jungle. So if you face-to-face with a tiger as a human being, the tiger will conquer you. To scare you with the fangs and the and the, and the, the claws, because our system is so designed that all you need is an opening in your skin, and you could die from it. It endangers your life because the blood is the glue of your life waves to your system. So if it leaks away, your life waves escape from our bodies, which is what we dread the most. That's death. So, tiger can do that. Tiger can, can do that, but that's all the tiger can do. Can't do much more. All you need is a shield on your body. You face to face with the tiger, you can't do anything anymore. Make sure it covers your skin. So the claws can't do anything with it. The tiger will be totally helpless. And forget it, you get into an enclosure like a car and so on and so forth. So with all the ability to, to kill, all you need is a literal application of your infinite, uh, your, your, ups, your, your much superior intelligence and the power of the tiger is gone. Tiger will fall in around eight or so, ten or nine, somewhere there. The chimpanzees and the other, you know, the orangutans and all that come in at about 15, eight or so, 15. The non-blacks, which is where the Europeans come from, they have 19. They're not too far from from those animals. <laughs> so, you can see, it is not about weakness. It's about power. You are so powerful, intellectual, and you know what it means to destroy life. It's called civilization or intelligence. The tiger doesn't have intelligence. So, you want to get a sense of 
the movement upward in terms of getting enlightened, the non-blacks have a lot of things to learn. They have to learn how to become humans. We've heard some dynamics that says since 1999, when Gagot really exploded in terms of the publicity, there have been a lot of um, suicide among segments of the non-blacks because they have face-to-face with the real power. But they also have a saying that says, give us liberty or give us death. But liberty, in their definition, constitute just about anything they like to do, including kill people. That's what's wrong. So when they see that Gagot is here, and it verifies the position of the Creator, which is it's about life. That's why if you go on our website, you see Gagot's age of intelligence is life and heaven. That's God. While ignorance is death and hell. In an environment where people brag about killing lives, is hell. Hey, Dr. Dr. Gabriel, um, excuse me for interrupting you, but um, we have a question in the chat room. And I would like for you to uh, expand on this for about five minutes so we can go ahead and uh, pass, you know, the mic over to uh, Dr. Valentine so he can go ahead and address Minister Brown's question as well. But uh, one of the questions was, uh, what is help in terms of God gives? That's one of the questions that we have in the chat box. What is help in terms of God gives? What uh, you mean, hell or health? Uh, health. H E L L. Yeah. H E L L. No, 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 no. H E A L T H. Oh, sure. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yes. Uh, is that okay? You have another one? No, no, no. Basically, that's the question that we want to address right now because you're like, uh, you're like I said, about five minutes now. I would like to. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, had Dr. Hill expound on our Minister Brown question. Okay, sure. Health, okay. Well, health simply means your systems are working properly. That's good health. When your systems... Excuse me? Yeah, in terms of diet. Oh, yeah. Well, God got... For one, every, every part of... Uh, a creature, a living being, uh, you understand, is summarizing the etas. Everybody, every entity has its own etas of, you know, etas, I mean, um, G-I-J. So G-I-J is your totality, and it's a flow field. Your blood runs through your system and so on and so forth. One of the key things, of course, you have the brains, your organs, and all that. But brain, uh, your blood must be flowing. That's how it really keeps live waves in your system. So you must have a flow. You must be continuously flowing. That's why bleeding, you know, bleeding, you know, that's why. Because so, as a matter of fact, the best answer to that is the briefing. In the briefing, we're going to have um, 
a session that will define life, which is a key part of health, and the life formula, which you use in determining your whole health and where you are in terms of the state of health. But health, in a very, within a five minutes description, is that you must keep your blood and the body fluids flowing and the, and the nerves and all that, passing the, uh, the vibrations and so on, and so making sure everything is fine, they flow functioning properly. That's what health is. But the life-saving and remand hypothesis briefing is where every one of us belongs because there's a lot of horrors that are going on right now. Of course, there's a mental health and the physical health. All that come together in terms of once you have the GIJ for your system, the whole flow field is what constitutes your health. And we can teach you how the whole idea of uh, seeing a hundred years as a, as a, you know, the highest age one can live a life is totally wrong, and it deals back with Minister Brown's, uh, you know, question, which says, yeah, how, but once you become gargotical, you will see a thousand easily. This other myth that I've been perpetrating around is wrong, and I advise that brother or sister to call, uh, call the telephone number, you get a lot more, and you should be getting ready to uh, come on to the briefing. And the briefing, by the way, uh, everybody listening today, including uh, Brother Valentine and Brother Moon and, of course, Minister Brown, you must lead your own delegation to come into the briefing. It's actually, the, the briefing is, is really a summit. After all these things have happened, the world is now waiting for you to take on the leadership. So that's what this is all about. And part of the leadership begins with your health. So that health is, is not a five-minute stuff. So that's all I can say there. Get ready and come to deal with health because we must now be healthy. And God is not responsible for your bad health or death either. And if I have time, that could be easily proven. Do I have time to prove that quickly? Brother Moon? Oh, oh. No, go to uh, Brother. I'll I, I do that later. Yeah. So, Dr. Town, do you have anything to expound on in regards to the question that Minister Brown asked earlier? Uh, well, there's a lot that uh, has transpired, a lot of this has been spoken on. Uh, I wanted to speak about the resurrection of the human species itself at the fundamental level. Uh, at our university, we teach that the cell has a mind and that presently the billions of cells that we, uh, that are the bricks that constitute the temple of man, all these cells are functioning under a specific programming. And it is a programming that's based in religious-minded uh, people in politics, religious-minded people in science, religious-minded people in all the different aspects that should be now freed up. What we've been functioning under is a perceptual ceiling, like the glass ceiling that we as people of color have been functioning under for so long. But there's a perceptual ceiling that the entire humanity has been functioning under that has to be breached, has to be broken, has to be removed. 
And because humanity, for me, is at least 2,000 years behind based upon uh, Christianity's influence on every aspect of Western civilization uh, and the fact that they destroyed the black civilizations of the Western Hemisphere and made us believe that we all came from Africa when that was a lie. Uh, that new information about the blacks that had uh, inhabited and were the original mother civilizations of the entire planet is coming forward now. Uh, this type of information constitutes a reawakening of what I call the mitochondrial codes. Our mitochondria is the library. The mitochondria is the library of the human body. And as a collective peoples, we have the so-called library of Alexandria, which is the cosmic library encoded in the woman's, the black woman's mitochondria. What has to happen now is in her elevation, as in the process of all things that are being uh, developed to go to the next stage, much like a caterpillar transmorph uh, goes through a, a transformational process to become a butterfly. Humanity is in that chrysalis state at this point, and the ceiling of his and her perception has kept us trapped in our activities, which has created a redundancy in our DNA and created a redundancy in the habits of the cell. The cell right now is functioning under a habitual uh, ritual of life that has been encoded in us. And what we teach our people is that the ritual must now be broken. We must go beyond the stated guidelines of what we call the ritual of life that has kept us locked down. We must see ourselves or imagine ourselves and look at our own creative abilities to see ourselves as something else. Perhaps what I see and what I believe, uh, Minister Brown, is that the body today is an obsolete instrument that is the chrysalis for what is the new human. And what is happening is we have not yet learned the code to unlock that lock that opens the door to that new temple that will house a whole new programming for cells that will take man into the next uh, reality the next consciousness reality. So what I'm looking and what I'm sensing is that the development of humanity is based upon changing the lockdown, what we call the light code lockdown uh, template of knowledge and the way that we have our children exercising the reality. Uh, for one, just to give a quick uh Example, our children are now transfixed to televisions, and the televisions essentially have given them image that has essentially colonized the fields of their imagination. Well, what do I mean by that? Well, the field of imagination is where children imagine themselves based upon their environment, based upon the influence of their parents, based upon what it is that they're allowed to feed upon from their own infinite soul. Imagination is the place where young people are not constrained. They are not constrained by the, uh, the different norms and the orthodoxies that are around them. Uh, this imagination is colonized by Pokemon. It's colonized by Barbie. It's colonized by all these Mickey Mouse and so forth. So when our children play, 
when our children go into that place, that field, in order to play, they bring with them the programming mechanisms that have been given to them as children. And therefore, we become consumers and therefore addicted to the reality that we now have been locked down into. Mm. Our school is teaching them to recognize that they have been playing in a field that has been pre-prepared for their own incarceration, mental and psycho-spiritual incarceration. And what we want to do is to change the mind of the cell that has been downloaded with all this programming of how to be a, quote, nigger, how to be a slave, how to be a consumer of the society that keeps them in lockdown. So the next stage for humanity's development is in changing the mind of the cell that has been incarcerated by a reality complex that has been forced upon them since they've been children, even through the indoctrination of the mother, through the vaccinations, through the crap that they give to our children in schools, the type of things that this, 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 this God in, the, in human form has been, uh, has, been, um, has been forced to acclimate to. So I know that the first steps is to use the tool of cometaphysics to teach them that the parameters of their reality, the thresholds of their reality, are artificial. And that what we are looking at, all the potentials that show white people in outer space, there is no outer space. They'll never be able to go into outer space. They can't reach that far. All that they're being given is a big matrix show about how superior the European is. He is only consolidating the reality complex that he is now in control of. He fears your reality complex because he knows that yours will subsume his. Therefore, his melanin, which he lacks, is now supplanted by all the machinery that he is putting himself into. In all the movies, you see him with these exoskeletons. These exoskeletons are mimicking melanin, what you have the ability to use as your escape velocity outside of this nonsense that he calls reality. So our job in the University of Commission Sciences and to use the tool of cometaphysics is to teach people how to recognize the thresholds of their own reality and in so doing, reprogram the cell to see itself as something different than the slave-minded uh, automaton, the consumer that has been created by everything that we have been indoctrinated by in this society. All right. Um, we'll go ahead and um, open up the chat. We, um, some of the callers have any questions in regards to what was just stated. Um, South Carolina, do you have any uh, questions for Dr. Valentine or Dr. Gabriel Deeper? Any questions or comments? Okay, once again, South South Carolina. Central Kentucky, do you have any questions and comments? Yes, good evening. Good evening, brother. Hello. Oh, Tap, oh, This is uh, Minister Henry calling from um, Georgetown, South Carolina. Blessed evening, everyone. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. This is um, 
Okay, this is Minister John from, from Georgetown, South Carolina. And I have a question for um, Brother Phil. And my question is, uh, since I've been studying the laws of my art and really trying to connect with my ancestors, which I am connecting with our ancestors, I find it kind of a little bit hard for me to go ahead and just sit back and have uh, um, a bag of popcorn and just enjoy the show because what's happening, it, it has to happen. So to try to give myself a little bit more of an edge to deal with this matrix, what would you suggest? Again, there has to be an inventory taken. Everything begins with the mind. Each person tends to look for all of their solutions outside of themselves. The first thing to do is to examine the habits of your thoughts. What is it that you're locked down into that you automatically do? What is it that you do that you are triggered to do from the time your foot hits the floor when you get up? What habits have you now... uh, etched out of the ground? What what irrigation ditches have you dug by the constant treading of one path? Sometimes the monotony and the redundancy of your actions tend to lock you in, and then the body begins to react by giving you all types of feelings of depression, confusion, and so forth. The first thing I teach my students is to examine the inventory of your thoughts. Thought is a container. It is a container of all the past. There is no future in your thoughts. There is only the now and the past. And so, therefore, thought is only of the past. What is your now like? You can examine your past and then uh, hypothecate on your future. But what is your now? What are you doing now? What is the now looking like? And, therefore, taking an inventory through your observer which is distinct from your thought process, taking an inventory of your thoughts and what you have become habituated to. What is it that your habits have you locked into as matter-of-fact reality? And when I say a matter-of-fact reality, what is it that you do unconsciously? When you examine this and you find the things, as well as the people that are in your lives, the work that you do, How do you react to the people in your workplace or around you, your family? If you're going to church, in your church, what habits now have you acclimated to? Find that out. See where you are in each of those equations, and then change begins. I thank you. Okay. Most welcome, King. Okay. So, um, Cleveland, my caller from Cleveland, um, do you have any questions, comments you would like to state? Again, right. Is there any questions or is there any comments? All right. So, Minister Brown, um, yeah, um, Anything else you'd like to expound on? No, I just want to thank uh, our brother, Reverend Phil Valentine and Professor Ebo 
for their God insight. That's what I'll call it. And I think, Phil, when you talk about the transformation of the caterpillar into the butterfly, I think that's a symbolism, uh, should I say a reality, that we're in. And that if we can just uh, internalize that transformation and understand what Professor Ebo is saying in terms of we are God. And that God, you know, if you take a drop of water from the ocean, every element in the drop or every element in the ocean is in the drop. Yet the drop can't give life to a fish. You can't go boating in and, you know, it's just a drop. It will evaporate. And we are cosmic drops of the universe. And so when Professor Ebo says that we are God, it is absolutely true because there is but one energy and that energy is from the creator which has created all things and given life to all things our ancestors understood the concept of the drop and that the drop uh, had all of the the drop from the ocean had all of the elements of the ocean but it wasn't the ocean, but they understood that if you put the drop back into the ocean, then the drop becomes the ocean with all of the power and with all of the might and intensity of the ocean, with the ability to give life and to bring life. And so what our ancestors understood, that if you live my art, then you put the drop back into the ocean, and you become the ocean. And so it is not you who speaks anymore. Personally, you, you remove the ego through my art, and you allow the creator to manifest through you. So what you say is not you who say it, but the creator saying it through you. So then you have the power, as Professor Ebo was explaining, of the creator. We are God. That's why we are undefeated. And we must internalize and must know that, that it is when we live mod, justice, truth, harmony, balance, reciprocity, that is a balance. And that is the God within us. And we have the power, all the power of the creator because it is the creator moving through us. So I just want to thank uh, Brother Valentine for the um, transformation of the caterpillar to the butterfly, because that's where we is, and our consciousness will give us the wings to soar. So Professor Ebo, again, thank you, man. Thank you, Brother Man. <laughs> so it's welcome, man. Yeah. Yeah. Most welcome. Thank you, Brother Mark. Thank you. Okay, so um, I have a, I have a question for um, Dr. Valentine. Um, my question is, how can we protect, you know, the DNA, you know, when where were all these forces, you know, that is currently attaching the DNA, such as GMO food, you know, chemtrails, you know, um, metals in the water system, 
it just seemed like from every angle, you know, the DNA is being attacked, you know, and um, what is the result of these attacks? What effect do they have on the DNA, and um, how can we prevent them? Well, one of the things that I uh, tell people who are in the so-called metaphysic community um, is to stay away from all of these products that tend to tell you that it will raise your consciousness. Um, one of them is the um, monatomic gold. Well, uh, Japanese uh, independent research has shown that the uh, so-called monatomic gold uh, has the tendency to unravel DNA and uh, to cause disturbances in the ability for your mind or your psychoreactivity, your psychoreactivity of your ability to uh, thread and braid your own DNA based upon your disposition, your thoughts, and so forth. I would suggest very strongly that you increase uh, fundamental greens, fruits, vegetables, berries, and we do have a product called Juice Plus, if you're interested, you can call 800-847-1291. Again, 800-847-1291. And inquire about our Juice Plus product. Uh, it contains 30 altogether fruits, vegetables, and berries concentrated into a powder and into a capsule. And it then uh, gives you uh, fundamentals that are missing from your foods today. A lot of people don't know that even buying organic foods uh, do not have the necessary nutrients because um, the people who are the retailers and wholesalers, they have to pick their products quick and early before the ripening process. All of the fruits, vegetables, and berries for the Juice Plus is from the old-fashioned farming techniques. They wait till it's ripened on the vine before it's picked, then it's juiced 24 hours later, and then the water is extracted, leaving 98 to 99% of the enzymic content intact. And therefore, what it does is helps to supplant. We don't say it takes the place of fruits and vegetables, but we do say that it allows for the concentrations that are necessary, especially to deal with how DNA is under attack every day from the pollution, from the chemtrails, from the poisons in the water, from the endocrine disruptors that we're dealing with every day in our foods and in the water supply and so forth stresses that we're dealing with. It uh, has a, it's been shown through uh, um, gold standard testing that it prevents 66% of DNA damage and therefore helps in the braiding of healthy DNA. So I would strongly suggest that you, first of all, check what it is that you're putting in your system. Uh, always go for organic, but we have a greater, higher uh, listing than organic. Our, our uh, uh, product is beyond the organic. It's it's called it's tested and it's tested three times and it's called uh, uh, specific testing from the Olympics. Uh, the Olympic people. Uh, yes, it's NSA. I'm trying to get the words that it's done. It's, it's got a higher um, specific labeling than the FDA's organic labeling, and it's called the NSF. Go check that out, NSF. The NSF is, has a higher standard of testing because 
most people don't understand that when you're dealing with organic foods, the FDA only sees if the soil is not polluted, but it doesn't deal with the process of bringing uh, what you plant in the ground and how you bring that product to market. Well, the NSF testing is 10 times more efficient than the, uh, the, uh, the um, FDA labeling for organic. NSF tracks the food from the time from its soil, from its seed, enhancement to your fruit and vegetables. Uh, sound like you're breaking up, sir. I'm sorry. Uh, did you get to what I was saying about the NSF being a superior uh, testing model than the FDA's organic model or organic branding? Oh, we didn't. We didn't get all of it. Okay. Well, the NSF. Look it up. NSF, uh, National Safety Foundation, I believe. Uh, that's what the title is. It's it's got a higher standard for testing the uh, uh, the quality and uh, efficiency of the organic process, whereas the ordinary FDA organic testing just tests the soil. The NSF tests not only the soil but the seed, the sprout, the, the branches, the trees, as well as the fruits that come from that soil. And they trace and track the process all the way to it market. And that's what the uh, Juice Plus does. So therefore, you have a superior product. It has over 34 um, studies, scientific, uh, not only scientific studies, but published, uh, three-fourths of it being the golden standards or gold standards testing. So... I would suggest it would help you in an enhancement. It's not a replacement for fruits and vegetables. We never say that, but it enhances what fruits and vegetables today cannot give you. It's not a, it's not a, um, a drug. It's not a vitamin. It's food. Okay. Um, I wasn't too aware of um, the Mama Tommy Gold. Until I heard um, Dr. Blair mention it. Dr. Blair, you know what I'm saying, known as a, um, an official metaphysician, you know, by people in the community. So, basically, are you saying that um, this monatomic goal is basically a scam? What's going on? I'm not saying it's a scam. I'm saying that it has not been properly um, looked into. Um, I have I teach my students here that the monatomic gold essentially causes a what it does is we have what they call junk DNA. The so-called junk DNA is there for your psychoreactivity. In other words, the junk DNA is for you to be able, based upon your level of thinking and consciousness, to be able to braid your own DNA, and in so doing get the enlightenment that that higher octave and that higher frequency gives you. What the monatomic goal does is it artificially fires the, the, um, the common uh, material in the so-called junk DNA and then cauterizes it. In other words, if you ever used uh, uh, materials to cauterize wires or uh, to fuse wires together, what you're doing is 
by artificially firing the junk DNA, you're not allowing your own psychoreactivity, your connection, your mind, your consciousness to your DNA to be activated. You are artificially doing it the way any other drug like LSD or um, ayahuasca, cocaine, any of these things. It has the same kind of action. The real reason is, too, that back in the days when your body, back our ancestors 10, 20,000 years ago, were able to take gold and the body had more of the, um, the magnesium molecule adhered more to the hemoglobin, yes, you could have then dealt with the gold. But because of the fall and because of your degenerated state, the magnesium molecule, which would be necessary for you to process the gold, is not part of your blood dynamics today. So your body is now functioning under one of the lower elements, which is what alchemy, true spiritual alchemy, is about. Your body now is functioning on iron. Iron is one of the lowest and coarsest minerals and elements on the planet. Gold is the highest. Then if you are God's creature, then you should be functioning under a gold template. Your blood should have a foundation in gold. But the oxygen in this is right now, it's displaced. The hydrogen, nitrogen, the helium, and all the parts and components of our present atmosphere does not sustain us in the way that the gods were sustained back 10, 20, 30,000 years ago because the blood dynamics or what we call the blood song, the song of Solomon is actually the song of the blood, which is where all the ancestors' information is archived. And back when you had the, the, the blood of gold and your skin was that luminescent black with the green hue and the purple hue, those are the times when your blood was made of a different constituency, a different type of element. And the highest element at this time, the most sublime, was gold. We have fallen. That was the secret of the fall. We have fallen down to more coarse ways of functioning in consciousness. So our base right now is in iron. And therefore, we do not and cannot activate and uh, initiate an uplink with higher consciousness until our blood is changed. That's why I was saying the cell, the human cell, the mind of the cell must change before we actually activate that next leap into higher consciousness. Okay. Cool. So, um, why do you think um they 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 seem to have an intent on attacking the DNA? What's the significance of these people attacking the DNA? Well, I thought we spoke on that. The significance is to maintain you in a light code lockdown. You are light. Your body is light. When you take your body and you remove the fleshy parts, the water and everything, you are made up of billions and trillions of what? Atoms. What is atom? It's nothing more than a, uh, a, a center around which you know that it exists. You know it exists because you know that, it's, that circling around it is the electron and the, and the proton. You know it exists. You can't see it, but you know it's there based upon the fact that it has these two uh, guardians circling around it. Well, that's the same thing. Uh, we have uh, a, a consciousness that essentially has not yet been touched. There's a part of us that exists on a whole other dimension that we have to acclimate on. We, uh, you know, I, it's very difficult to speak about something so sublime at this short period. There's so much more information needed to, to, to make what I'm saying relevant in the eyes and in the minds and in the ears of the people who are listening. It, it's very difficult to tell them what it is that, that you need to know uh, uh, in order to understand 
what the growth process is. Uh, it's in our school, of course, but um, I would not, um, I wouldn't deign to get into it because it would just leave people thinking and wondering for more. Okay, thank you very much, sir. Um, mm-hmm. There's a question from um, Professor Ogibu in the chat box. The question is, um, what is the connectivity of space-time and is God get the happy means? Dr. Ogibu, would you like for me to repeat that question again? Uh, yes, please go ahead and repeat it. Okay, the question is, um, what is the connectivity of space and time and it's God get the happy means. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, God was revealed through Gagas in the in um, in a way that. There is no evidence any other creature ever understood before. Um, as the one unbounded space-time of intelligence that we call the universe, which can't expand. In that process, in that definition, the three age-old questions that was where the basis of the search for the unified field theory. Nobody expected a theorem. They expected a theory. Um, where those those three age-old questions were: What is God? Um, where do we come from and why are we here? So, um, that's age-old question because nobody could answer that before Gaga. Again, you understand, see, I have to caution uh, us as a people. I have to keep on emphasizing the word intelligence. Uh, some brother within this lack of this says, well, you know, don't talk about intelligence because people don't like to hear about intelligence. That's very sad. You don't want to hear about intelligence. Another way, so you don't want to hear about God, your creator. Your mother served as intelligence that protected you from coming to, you know, from being taken, you know, taken by some animal or something like that. It's all about intelligence. Intelligence is the connectivity of space. Connectivity of space. One point in the space being connected to another point in space. That's connectivity. That's what um, infallible proves a spirituality, which is God in its correct sense. You are connected. You are at one point and you are aware of the other, you know, the, what's happening at the other point. That's connectivity. Uh, in the original African language, it was called 
Afu or Wafu, which is where the word wave came from. That is consistent with the Gaga solution, the most fundamental, which is eta sub zero. It represents what is called wave. That's a mispronunciation of the original African word Wafu or Wafu or Afu. Afu is spirit. What God has done through Gagot was to actually reveal the, um, the Afu or the wave as what was, you know, what was referred to previously as uh, two separate kind of things, you know, uh, in terms of, um, you know, wave, in other words, People saw spirituality in a, in a qualitative sense. Yeah, people are conscious of spirituality. They know there's something called spirituality, but had no idea what form it is. Like life and a few other things. I got mathematically concluded, you know, the wife, I mean, the uh, the spirit is wave, what is called wave, which is the mispronunciation of the original African word uh, Afu. So um, Afu, therefore, is the connectivity of space-time. They can't be existing in ways they cannot be conscious of each other in terms of the points in space, which is what compelled the definition of God as uh, intelligence. God is connected. God is the one unbounded space-time of intelligence that we call the universe, which can't expand, of course. So it's unbounded space-time, but it is connected, and what connects it is what we define as intelligence. And it's represented by waves or wafu or afu. That therefore settles the the ultimate infallible definition of God. So then the next question, age old question is uh, where do we come from? Of course we came from this spirituality or the wafu or this unbounded space-time of intelligence that we call the universe, which can't expand. That's where we came from. can't come from anywhere else. Where do fish come from? The fish come from the ocean or the water. We're like the fish in the water. The, the fish must come from between the soil and the floor of the ocean and the water. So that's where we come from. We come from space-time, in other words. Uh, from there is the third age-old question, which is, why are we here? Again, another reason for the need to talk about intelligence and the allotment of that intelligence to the various stages of creatures. That's why we have a protocol here. You want to get me on some show, you must introduce me properly. And if you don't do it, we have our own staff here that does it. 
Because unless you know me, especially as a black person, you will not know who you are. That's why God ordered what he God ordered. It's an extremely serious point. Prophets have come and prophets have, have you know, gone. Some calling themselves the last of the prophets and so on and so forth. Without even knowing the word prophet, where the word prophet came from. Brave prophet, the word prophet originates from the African vocabulary. Ma. 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 So when you hear the word Muhammad or Muhammad, you say, wow, that's Arabic. Yeah, but the Arab got it from Africa. The word mass, I told you before, means intelligence. So, ma, mahamma, or mamas is, is called in other, in some dialects in Africa, mama, manman, means, or amma, means that no one knows. And a genius, a person blessed with intelligence. Intelligence is the act of understanding the truth. Absolute truth, absolutely correct, infallible truth. That's what, you know, intelligence or ma means. So a person has to be blessed with enough of that to qualify to be called a prophet or amam or mama. So what happens in the African culture is when your blessing of intelligence this connectivity of space. I'm connected with every point in the in the universe. Cause that is going to you know cause people to say, "Wow, how could he's a liar?" You know, how could how could a human being located at one point be connected to every point in the entire universe? Very simple. If you understand some little thing about series or sequences in mathematics, the simple one is numbers, integers. You count in numbers, one, two, three, four, five. Most people who can count can count to any point if they're given the time. So therefore, you can, underst- you can understand numbers, zero to any number. So you understand numbers because you can count it. If you're giving enough time, you can count no matter how large the number is. So you, one can understand infinity. That's something so that clears any such uh, problems with people in terms of understanding what it means for me to understand the entire universe. Now, so uh, ma, maman, which is where the word Muhammad came from, is a mispronunciation of man, man, or momo. It's actually it culture of the black people that when they find a human being blessed with the level of intelligence that is higher than the normal expected, expected intelligence of human beings, they will crown him Mormon or Momo. The person will be regarded as a prophet. 
prophesying an absolute truth that only God could give. The problem, however, is people call themselves that same name without having much of any of that kind of blessing. So a fraud comes in immediately. But that's an original culture of the black people. So the point where I was crowned a Mormon in 2004, that, that, that tradition, that culture still prevails today. That gives you a sense where Islam got it from. I was, I was anointed and crowned with the title Mormon or Amokidojo Mormon. You know, in 2004, by present-day Pharaoh, that's a Patah. The kingdom has a king called Patah. That's where I was born and raised. And I come from the same family, actually. I'm a, I'm a prince. So, in reality, my background dates back to the Pharaoh, without any exaggeration. I can count, I can trace my lineage to 641, and with a few connectivities back to the pharaohs. That is uh, the biggest evidence of them. There are two of them. They got the patah in Igala that I'm, a, my, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm qualified to be a patah because I'm a prince. Now, um, there are two. The word patah, which is where the word father, pope, all this came from, is a title that's used and is the is what is mispronounced as the pharaoh. Pharaoh is father. Father comes of Patar. So what happens is they still maintain after those terrorism from the non-blood, that's our attack on Kemet. They still maintain the Patar, which is the the word for pharaoh, and they also have the ritual of embalming. They embalm human body still in the Gala Kingdom, where I was raised. I'm a prince of the Gala Kingdom. Those two points verified. They left in terms of the legacies of Egypt today in today's Africa and today's world. So connectivity of space is a very powerful topic. Not only, not only connected in just space, but connected in time as well. You can see backward in time and forward in time and so on and so forth. So we are in the age of intelligence. Therefore, intelligence is the word that must be emphasized. A lot of things have been modeled up. and I just answered the age-old question. Stephen Hawking didn't think that was going to be feasible. So he dropped out of the search for the universe. That's 1991. He said it's too big for any to expect God would actually allow a creature to actually have uh, an opportunity of going to see God's mind, to see what was on God's mind when God was creating the universe. So that's the age we're in. So when we say gather in, in December 28th, I just invited all of you here on the show now, and all your guests. It's not a joke. If you are hurt by the assassination of our mother, Sandra Bland, 
if you claim you're fortified by a Zimmerman bragging as late as a few weeks ago, bragging about assassinating a black prince who even the president of this country concord if he was going to have a male child it would look like Trevor Martin. An idiot as uh, you know assassinate such a genius and don't turn around and still bragging about and showing the picture of his body. That that's where the black manhood comes in. When you were your real self, which you have been returned to with Gagat, they will pee on themselves, even thinking of doing something like that to you. This is not the bullshit. You are overwhelmed with the terminology like you are a slave and all the other bullshit. And like I said before, that's it's so laughable. The people saying it don't even know how embarrassing and how stupid they sound. But you're going along with that. One clear reason why you need to be in the briefing. The briefing is called by God. If you're unable to understand the need as a black person, or for that matter, all indigenous people, to be there, to be scheduled to actually take place near the United Nations, Let me tell you, Brother Moon and Brother Valentine, and of course, uh, Brother Minister, uh, Minister Brown has heard from me on that already. See, there are some things that we have to face up to, which is reality. You've been living in a false world. You've been living in, in you know, something that's so nightmarish. The world that is turned upside down. Some low brain, 19 IQ, making the genius, the most powerful, say yes, master. It's like say human beings say master to the dogs. And for anybody to even listen to that and, you know, is how much of a horror we've been living with. That's why there's death everywhere. They're associating our holy name like ISIS with death, just like they associate God with death. Now, I did ask for opportunity to prove why it is not only stupid, but totally wrong for anybody to blame God for death. Very simple disproof of that is For you to prove a mother went through nine months to give birth to a baby, not to mention all the morning sickness and all the other stuff, only for the baby to come out of the womb and the mother said, gee, uh, the one thing that's on my mind is to make sure this baby is dead. That's how stupid the idea of blaming God for death is. That's why God sent Gaza. God got tired was tired of being misrepresented and misrespected. That's why God got is here. Now, life is created to live for as much as your intelligence can carry you. Again, the need to hear about the word intelligence. 
is a very serious issue. So if you care about what has happened and it's happening all over the world, go to the Middle East. One time I was talking to a Jewish friend, and I said, well, what do you think about what's going on in the Middle East? And he was very honest with me, and he said to me, he says, you know, yeah, we're always at war. We have nothing else to do other than kill. What a way to live a life. And he said to me, he said, you know, should they have us to Australia and find a space for us there, in which case we don't have to, you understand, he says, something's wrong with our property. And what's wrong, it's a topic for a different, different you know, presentation. It's the whole, when the world is upside down, that's what you can expect. They have censorship on Gaga, for example, so as to pretend it doesn't exist. There's a fraud going on right now. They pick up some blackface and try to put them up to the solution to the Raymond Hypothesis. Why do I talk about Raymond Hypothesis? Raymond Hypothesis is very important for you as black people. Another additional reason why you belong in the briefing. See, how are you going to see the reason you don't show up at the briefing is because you don't understand this. You can come to the briefing with a penny, one penny. We have other brothers and sisters who can only do a penny. We will match you all. You come in as a group because you will need this book. The book was um, so much in demand by the evil forces. They wanted to buy it all up so you don't have access to it. It has a very important part of your history. The Roman hypothesis may sound, the name may sound German, but there's a very huge African history in it. So what I said to you three who are leaders, you have the following. Not only are you invited to come, but you must bring your delegations, your members, like Brother Valentine has been doing and Brother Amun, you've been doing yourself. You know, he tells them, teaches them targets and everything else. Now, this is the celebration of all that. It's been ordered by God. Okay? So it cannot be an issue of I don't have the money or you don't have the time. And the time part or the money part or whatever other constraint you might have can be addressed like Professor Malcolm X addressed his followers in the beginning when he was trying to form the Organization for Afro-American Unity. I said, Brother Herman, Herman, you know, who was a principal in the Brooklyn High uh, Elementary School, somewhere, some of the schools, I think it's middle, middle school. And he was coming in and talking with Malcolm and so on, and, and, but he was a principal. That's a big position then in the 60s. So he, he negotiated with Malcolm and said, look, I'm not going to be officially a member of your organization, but... I'm going to be supporting it because of my job. So there was an agreement. However, because of the need for Herman Ferguson, uh, when it came to announcing of the membership, he restated that Professor Malcolm actually said, he says, all of you, including assistant principals, was talking about Herman Ferguson, need to become members right now. 
I'm using a similar dynamics because of the necessity of it all. Got to bring things together now. All the stuff that you've all been teaching come together in this GIJ. Everything you teach that is correct is in the GIJ, comma, J equal to zero. That is one evidence of you being called to global leadership. When you've been called to global leadership, you can't do things separately anymore. You must come together. becomes more efficient. You want to tell the world to stop killing your mothers. You want to tell the world to stop killing your children. See, it is suicidal. Like I said before, since 1999 when Gagod exploded, those who were being misled with the three-fifths of a human picture for black people have been committing suicide since then. That also needs to stop. And, of course, if you allow me to go on, of course, I can finish the time. I like, I like you know, questions to come in. I like the others to have a chance. Okay, actually, there's another question. Somebody in the chat room did actually have a question. Uh, this question is in regards, you know, saying to the briefing. Um, they asked at the briefings what um, any of Europeans will be able to still die if they were to attend the briefing. That's, that's an excellent question. Um, again, that's where those of you who are present now are very critical. You're going to send this message to your, your followers. The best thing you can do for your followers, some of you have been all doing already, I'm simply trying to emphasize, is to not bring them on. Those who can't come physically must join us on the Google, a Google Hangout. Okay? So that said, there's no excuse because this is God order. See, everything that you've been doing, all this sweat that you've been bringing together now comes to a head. You, go, you, you now have to rule the world. Of course, yes, they would like to. That's, in fact, what is happening right now. They found, they found a black face. And those of you who remember some of specifics of your history, you will see what is being done right now. The Roman hypothesis, um, it, it, the existence of the solution in Gaga, first of all, Gaga contains all correct equations, including equations that solve the the Riemann hypothesis. That was proven infallibly uh, in 1990 and defended in 1995. So real mathematicians knew that Riemann hypothesis solution, G2J, existed in Gagot since 1995 formally, where we have legends in mathematics like Professor Paul Garabedian, Professor Paul Russell Garabedian, He's the only person I know that got a Ph.D. in mathematics from Harvard University at the age of 20. He was born in 1948, sorry, 38, uh, 28, and died in, I'm sorry, uh, he was, and, and got his Ph.D. in 48 from Harvard University, Ph.D. He was in the conference. He, was, he used to be the head of the math department at Stanford University. That's, you could Google him and see him. Paul Russell Garabedian was in the conference. Uh, another legend, Julian Cole, the professor and the head of math department from Caltech, was also there. Julian Cole, C-O-L-E, 
And then George Handelman, whose the thing was dedicated to, they all sat down there with their hand gripped to their jaws while they watched the proof of all theorems, the truth, every truth, past, present, and the future, being in Gaza. And the one governing rule for them is the GIJ comma J equal to zero. Therefore, if you solve one of those, as in 2 plus 1 minus 3 is equal to 0. 2 plus 3 has minus, minus 2 plus 1 minus 3 is the GI representing that 2, is, 2 plus 1 is equal to 3. That's a GIJ 2 plus 1 minus 3. And because it is equal to 0, it means it came out of Gaza. Because if you take a change of that 0, it's also 0. Therefore, satisfy the GIJ comma J equal to 0. All one needs to do that, all other solutions to every problem, including the so-called seven toughest math problems, uh, are proven to exist in Gaza, is simply what I just did. So don't you know that the non-blacks, who was, their, their whole fraud was shattered totally, uh, wanted to do something against that? Uh, the solution has been written out formally. It has been reviewed by, like I said, among, including this legend that I mentioned, okay? George Hanman used to be the head of the math department at Brown University, okay? And this countless, so there was a guy who formally reviewed it called Sagas. Okay. Yeah, we apologize on for the technical difficulties. We have no idea what had just taken place. Um, Dr. Valentine, you still with us, sir? Dr. Valentine, Minister Brown, are you with us? Hello? 
those have been disconnected? Um, <coughs> I don't. I don't think so. Okay, are they there? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Okay, I can hold on for you to do that. At the dinner time, Mr. Brown. Mm-hmm. I think they're interfering, man, because the message is so powerful, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, anywhere you discuss Gaga, you that's what you expect. Right, right. Okay, um, despite that, what I'm going to do is, um, I mean, I can Everybody unmuted. If anybody has any questions, um, please hang on for Any questions? Cleveland, do you have any questions? South Carolina, do you have any questions? Yeah, Hotel, I guess it's Minister Henry. Um, I just want to say I want to thank, you know, the panelists that's on, and there's a lot of good encouraging words and inspiration that is connecting with my spirit, and it's also giving me strength to carry on because I do realize that there's a greater power within me, and that is the key that was hidden from us. Um, years ago, but just like, you know, a lot of people are saying that, you know, we are living in a time of the great awakening. And just by hearing the brothers on the, on this conference call tonight, it's more inspiring. And I wish I can get it 24 hours a day to help me on this path that I'm traveling. So I just want to say thank you very much. And our ancestors are definitely with us and is guiding us through these times. Thank you. All right. Um, Dr. Donatari, are you with us, sir? Mr. Brown? All right. So anybody else have any other questions or comments? This moment, everybody's unmuted. So if you have any questions or comments, this is now the time. And the people who are logged into the computer, you can go ahead and um, type your questions in the box. All right, sir. So basically, um, can you go ahead and um, explain to the audience how can they um, attend this briefing, you know, what type of message, payment methods they could use, you know what I'm saying, in order to go to the briefing because I know it's very important to state that in order for one person to come, it's going to cost approximately $145, if I'm correct. But, you know what I'm saying, if they come with four people, um, each one each one of them people could spend about, you know, um, 110 or if you come with 545 people, everybody could basically spend a dollar. You know, so uh, can you, can you go ahead and um, explain yes. explain that yes. to him? Yes, absolutely. Um, that's 
um, in effect, it is it's an order from God for people to gather, which is the only way we could stop the killings that are going on right now in the wars and so on and so forth. That is one of the reasons. In other words, life is the most precious thing God has given to God's creatures, and therefore lives must be protected. You can only protect life when you begin with understanding what life is, which is a piece of God in us. So when you destroy life, you, you're really attacking the Creator. Okay? So, and, but there's a God order, which is what Brother Glover was articulating before. There's a God order that, that we're supposed to obey, to follow, in order to avoid the need for bloodshed. Only the God order, with God is in charge, and with the symbolism of, you know, God's represented on the planet here, which for, you know, the, you know, not just the planet, the universe here, the evidence of who are the symbolism in terms of making sure everything is in order here is the black people. That's what being ordained with the ultimate intelligence for me and collectively, by extension, the black people, the most intelligent race, means. So, um, now, see, that order has not been as explicit as it has been now by order of God through Gagas. Everybody has come around trying to claim they are the chosen race and so on, and therefore they should rule the world. But there's only one race where that has been proven infallibly, which is through Gaza, about dealing with ultimate intelligence. That's why I can't be shy about that. Shy about that is, is uh, insulting the Creator. It's a code. It's right here. A lot of respect has been shown for E equal to MC squared. They created a monument. This monument for G, I, J, comma, J equal to zero is way overdue. It's too, you know, so therefore, that's why plus other horrible things that are happening, like the killing of lives, especially the most precious set of lives. The formula was sent to, you know, E equals MC squared was sent by God to tell the Germans the Jews are not gas chamber materials. The same way the GIJ, J equal to zero, which E minus MC squared is just one, one out of infinite number was sent by God. So overwhelming, anybody that dares to try pull around with it will be overwhelmed. Which is that black people are not only have precious lives, they have the most precious lives, and they've been ordained by God to rule the world. It's only when black people rule the world there's going to be peace. Because that's the only one that conforms with the God order. God is in charge, and the, the, the most intelligent creature would also be in charge, uh, would be symbolically in charge on behalf of the creator. That's the God order. So when you've been given that kind of huge order that you've been disengaged from for 2,500 years, automatically that's God's way of calling you, you know, to a summit. You have to Digest that call. But like the Juneteenth experience, you'll be so used to the other fraud 
the fraud, you know, in terms of you being through it, so human the devil belong on the plantation, and, you know, you have people who are not qualified to be your slaves, uh, call, you know, having you call the master and all that. We can understand how that's a very big struggle for you to switch gears and now begin the process of being called master. You are the race of masters. That's what the code says. So if you can understand that call, you will understand the need for you to gather near the UN come December 28th. It's also a period of the Kwanzaa. The best Kwanzaa celebration this year is to come and not only celebrate and glorify God, but also now get into the leadership of the world. You can't hide now. You've been exposed. You must provide leadership for the world. Like you did in the mad, you know, civilization and the kinetic civilization and all the other stuff. That's what you're called on to do now. And I've already been ordered by God to call on the UN to make sure Nigeria and all, at least one other black countries get on the Security Council on a permanent basis because of Gaga. That's when you begin, if you're really serious about making sure that you don't undo the God. God has a lot of techniques God can use in stopping anybody that tries to undo God's work. The most peaceful is the God, God, the God order. So that's what you're coming to you know, digest, analyze, and question. And then in the process begin the, you know, how you're going to really train. You're going to learn about God. You're going to learn about life. You're going to learn about how to teach again. As a teacher, not, you know, in any, uh, you know, pretense or anything like that. You're going to be teaching. That's what you do best. You have the most intelligence. Therefore, you are equipped to, to teach. You must get the young brothers out of special ed. They don't belong there. They belong in a gifted program. On the average, our IQ is a genius IQ, 167. The three-fifths three in reality is five-thirds. That's 167 IQ. Jim Crow has been projecting his own IQ on us for 2,500 years. That has been ended for once and for all, and there cannot be any deviation from it. Because my IQ is infinity. My love of IQ is infinity. That's what you hear from my talk. So therefore, um, you can come in as, as little as a penny. That's what Brother Glover was, was explaining before. I said dollar or five dollars. So it will, you will not convince even yourself the reason you're unable to make the briefing is because you, you don't have money. Now, that is the Jim Crow currency side. The, the God's currency is you now say, hey, you know, I have a friend. My friend can do this. As a matter of fact, I can maybe put in a dollar or five dollars for him. I know he's going to pay me back. Five dollars or a dollar is something we throw away every day, even the poorest among us. So, therefore, that's how we understand and see it's a God order. Because God order cannot be disobeyed or fail. It must happen. That's something we have not been used to since our, you know, our being in this state 
of problems with people who don't know any better. Okay? When God says something, we do it. God says we must breathe. It is so, it's so, such a powerful order that we, don't, we can't resist it. It's going to be extremely painful to resist not breathing. Because you have an automatic system that makes you breathe. So the point is, so God says you need water, you must drink water. If you're running out of water, dehydrated, your body will give you a sign. God says eat. In other words, God, the same way God says, hey, get into this briefing. And the proof, like I said, is just like air supplied for free by God, the briefing registration is almost free. But what that, that because God gave you so much intelligence that you could come up with the remaining balance through your intelligence. And that intelligence is that you say, okay, hey, my household. I, you could ask a young brother, three-year-old, that has a dollar for candy. He would sacrifice, you know, you know his uh, candy money for a day to register himself. So what happens is the young brother or sister will come in a dollar and so on. The family can come up easily with five dollars. And they go on the PayPal, you know, go, you know, go on, our, on our website and go on our PayPal account over there and register. Then, okay, then you go through, you know, the order of necessary or say, hello, hey, man, we've got to go and party. We've got to go and have a fun. We've got to go and dance to KRS music. It's rap on Gaga. And if KRS can be aware of Gaga and sing a tune, one of his biggest, best uh, sounds so far, you know that he's been touched by Gaga. You can be touched by Gaga as well. Okay? And if you need that, just go on our website and you can... Click on it and you dance to it. Okay, and you um, talk about respect, like Arita talks about res- respect in her song. Or the Congolese, Franco, talk about respect. Dr. Gabriel, you have a couple of questions. Um, one question is, um, if God has decoded itself in an equation called Gagit, what is the significance of an equation since most people don't see the importance of equations? And then they have another um, question in relation to that. It is, um, what is the definition of success and happiness? Huh. Okay, the first, go over the first question again about regarding equation. Okay, it's um, if God decoded itself in an equation called God gets, what is the significance of an equation since most people don't see the importance of equations? Okay, thank you. And the question is, what is happiness? That's the second question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the definition of it? Correct. Yes, happiness. Okay. Now, equations. You see, equations or theorems. A theorem is reality. Equation describes reality. So what? What? What uh, is being said by the? Uh, the color is well most of our people are discouraged from going into geometry into equations into math geometry and math and all those are your own vocabularies Michael Jordan is a geometer, is a mathematician because he has to calculate the path in which the ball that he throws will fall in order to get into the basket. That's geometry. 
So Michael Jordan does math, okay? Certainly, and uses equations, okay? Uh, math has been decoded by Gagot as being a study of theorems or a study of equations that represent theorems. So you do use equations. See, you balance things, you make payments, you do all kinds of things, you pay bills, all those are equations. So what you're saying is, yes, you use equations without, you know, almost, you know, without very conscious about it. So that is, the world cannot run without equations because equations describe reality. Reality is described by equations. You get a sense of reality through equations. So that's the answer to that. Now, happiness. Well, and success as well. They want the definition of that and success as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the uh, happiness and success. Yeah. Um, happiness as a term like satisfaction. Being you know, feeling good, okay, feeling good. Feeling good is feeling God. If happiness is feeling good, is happiness becomes feeling God, okay, or feeling godly. That's what happiness will be, feeling godly. So if you're feeling godly, uh, that means that, You have very little difficulty doing anything. You have difficulty getting, you have little difficulty getting anything you want. You, you don't have constraints. That's feeling godly means. And so happiness, therefore, in one way, comes out of intelligence. Some happiness could be provided through your sweet emotions, and people throw things at you nicely, and so on and so forth. But another dimension of happiness, okay, is that uh, your brains make it possible for you to do things easily. To be a happy person if you can, you know, like equations and do a lot of the figure things out. Again, that's intelligence. You figure things out, you don't have to scratch your head. You figure out how to make money. You figure out how to... Uh, buy a car, figure out how to do things. So by and large, happiness is associated with intelligence. Now, or being loved, okay, with the love from God being the ultimate. So that is what happens with happiness in the presence of, uh, you know, ease, simplicity, elegance, you know, beauty and so on and so forth, anything that's good or anything that's godly. And godliness is represented by intelligence primarily. Because the three things that govern are the existence of creatures, we the creatures, which is uma, that's intelligence. Then ojima means respect. And then love, which is ufedo. So there are three things that govern in existence altogether. Uh, intelligence, Respect and love. So if you have intelligence, 
you are entitled to qualify for respect. And if you have intelligence, you also qualify for love. When you have love and respect, you have happiness. If you can have food, things that you need that are available to you, you have happiness. And success then becomes, you know, be able to use your intelligence, your, your, you know, part of your intelligence to accomplish goals. Okay? You know, the ultimate, ultimate being, you know, uh, ultimate success by the, <laughs> is the God revelation. All success is uh, due to God. God provides us successes. You add two plus one minus three and you get zero, that means you're successful in answering that question, what is two plus one? Okay, that is successful. But you see, your intelligence allows you to do that. Again, it's all centered around intelligence. Love is, well, respect is a praise you give to God for blessing somebody with intelligence. That's what the definition, the African definition of, uh, you know, Respect means, and because during the the terrorism of the non-blacks, we don't know any better. We were we we it looked as if we lost our respect, but we really didn't, because deep down everybody knew, even the black people knew we were following scripts. That's why this briefing is very critical. Okay, um, what I was saying before. So therefore, that is respect. In other words, success and. And happiness are tied to intelligence. You know, especially one that is enduring that you can control. Some part of success, or rather happiness, that you can't control. When a baby, a baby's happiness uh, is decided by the parents and the condition of the parents to, to a great degree. Although when the mother shows love, you know, a lot of deprivations can be uh, taken care of. But uh, so, intelligence is the center because intelligence is symbolism of God. Okay, so I hope that, uh, you know, the, the, the question there, you know, the person that, you know, called in can, can have that as just, you know, being uh, enough. Otherwise, uh, you know, it's simply, you know, success, you're able to get things accomplished. You accomplish something. To accomplish, you need some some sharp mind, some mind that is able to do that, and the tools, of course, you know. And happiness comes from that success. If you're able to be successful, you tend to be happy about it. You've accomplished your goal and you're satisfied, which is what happiness will be, you're satisfied and happy. Okay? Okay. Very, 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 very good. Um, so... In order for somebody, as as a matter of fact, where is this briefing going to be located? What's the um exact address? Is it, is it going to be in the city of New York, or is it going to be upstate New York? Yes, uh, you know we 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 um the the official address is the Hot Park, New York. Of course, you call us when you register. We will tell you the the hotel, the Holiday Inn. Okay, but there might be a session, in which case people will be will be transported. There might be a session in a church near the U.N. not to uh, have some connection with the United Nations, okay, uh, on 42nd Avenue. But, you know, the official address is the Hop Park Holiday Inn in, in Hop Park. That's H-A-U-P-P-A-U-G-E, Hop Park. 
in New York, okay? Is that uh, upstate? Is that upstate New York? No, that's that's uh, Long Island, New York. Long Island. That's not too far from New York City, about 35 miles oh. from New York City. Okay? But they can call us for more details on that. And one thing I need to add is the Riemann hypothesis thing is extremely critical. As a matter of fact, when this, see, America or the world has been polarized since the coming of Gaga because of its powerful nature. Black people who were thought to be nothing were uplifted to the very highest level, and that turned the world upside down. Along with that come polarization, okay, the polarization of, of humanity. Now, it is victory not only for black people, but victory for humanity. If you want to look into the human speeches, it's victory for America, it's victory for Africa, victory for everybody. But the polarization is one where people are so angry, they're committing suicide and all that. Um, but in the process, people are trying to uh, cover Gaga to make believe Gaga doesn't exist and so on and so forth. So like I was saying before, the G2J, which is the solution to dream and hypothesis, um, has been in existence since 1995. And when SAG has uh, reviewed it, it became official uh, in terms of the European Mathematical Society. A young Corot review for American Mathematical Society, they all, you understand, every review has gone on. So uh, Clay Mathematics Institute, which is uh, unfortunately demonstrating a lot of incompetence, is collaborating with the BBC. And you're free to call the BBC and the Clay and see, ask them why they have not awarded the million dollars uh, to Gagot for the G2J solution to Riemann hypothesis. Now, what was being planned and had been, you know, you've been called on. That's why you can't really fail this time. You've been called on since at least 2010. So come and see the solution yourselves. So you don't depend on the fraudulent media like the BBC to tell you who has solved the Riemann hypothesis or not. That's as on our website. It's about all that. Since the you know the journal form was published, you know, in the beginning of 2010, and it's been it's been on Amazon.com, and you've been called on to come and witness because seeing is believing. But because you haven't done that, and you know, end of December last around December about a year ago, you were reintroduced again to come not only to see the G2J solutions, but the class known and everybody knows, you know, the thing. But because you didn't do that, Jim Crow through the BBC is insulting your intelligence by saying somebody else has solved the problem. And the giveaway, I mean, there's so, so many giveaways. Okay? So now, when it was reannounced that you really need to get ready for this briefing, last year, December, okay? You know, Jim Crow then tried to buy up the entire journals so you don't have access to it because if you see it, it further reaffirms the God order that you've been chosen to global leadership. So what happened is they tried to buy up the book, books and, you know, and they're very, get, getting very angry and everything else. Now, when that was a little too slow for them to occur, then they firebombed our facilities. We're lucky to be alive today. 
Okay, God get. I mean, uh, excuse me, um, Doctor Ogibor. Somebody wants to know what was your what was your address, and they will also like to have um your contact number as well. Okay. Yes, the address is two zero five Seaman Neck Road. That's S E A M A N. Neck is a separate word. N E C K Road, Dix Hills, New York, one one seven four six. The telephone number is 631-242-3069, or you could call Brother Glover Cell of 516-343-6628. Again, the number is 631-242-3069, or uh, 516-343-6628. Um, Six six two eight. Those two numbers will get us, and or you go on our website or send us an email at ofapit o f a p p i t at yahoo dot com or John Glover ninety nine sorry one ninety nine at gmail dot com. You know there are a lot of you know uh, avenues you can just, or put just gagat and you know you will get us. You know again six three one two four two three zero six nine. And five one six three four three six six two eight. So and otherwise they can call you, uh, brother Moon, or go on your website, you know, and get our number. So there's a million ways you can't miss us. All you need is to remember G A G U T. That's Gagat. Okay. So but the thing with the Riemann is extremely. Oh, and then the registration, of course. Like I said. If you, you can go on our website right now, on the front page, you will see where it says to register for the briefing. And that could be technically as low as a penny, which is how God proved this a God order. Okay? Now, when you pay, use a penny or you use a dollar, for example, you will share the God book with this history, the piece of your history. Okay? Very serious piece of your history. I can't ever emphasize that. Okay. okay. Hey, hey, Dr. Gabriel, uh, let me just open up a few questions, and then uh, I want to see if in, any of our other brothers, you know, uh, Dr. Phil or um, Dr. Valentine or uh, Minister Brown would like to add any emphasis. But um, so, Central Alabama, uh, do you have any questions or comments for Dr. Valentine or Dr. Gabriel Yibu? Um, South Carolina, you have any questions? No, go ahead. Um, just later on, just repeat that um, that website address, and I get the rest of the numbers from there. Okay. Yes, the uh, uh, the website is is uh, no gagut that g a g u t o f as in Frank. A as in Adam, P as in Peter, another P as in Peter, I as in Idaho, and T as Thomas. Okay, that's of gagotofapit.org. Uh, okay, gagotofapit.org. Or you put the G-A-G-U-T in your Google search browser. Uh, the first uh, website is the one you need to click, and you'll be right on our website. 
And, um, you know, and then you just click where it says registration, and you go straight to the registration. And then um, you register, you know, uh, like I said, in fact, the lower damnation, both ways you can do the 550, and we know most of you can put it on your credit card. Do that because every one of us has been called on to this uh, summit we call briefing. It will give you a formula for life. I can't emphasize that enough. And that's why I'm telling even Brother Moon, who has done so much for Gaga that needs to be supported, needs to find a way. If you can't come physically, get on the Google, uh, Google Hangout because you have a lot of responsibility. A lot of questions that you had asked me will be dealt with because not everything I could just put out on the radio. Okay? So, and since, you know, you belong in the, uh, in the, in the teaching category, you need to be equipped so you can teach your, uh, your students. So um, that's why everybody's called on. So 631-242-3069 is a telephone number, and you could call another number, uh, 516-343-6628. You must register. That's a God order. You can, you know, it's literally free. Okay, you just need to make time again. You don't have to come to New York. We'd like you to be in New York. You're going to pick up your book, okay, so you don't risk uh, the post office delivery that my may or may not deliver them. You come and pick your own book yourself. And so you can come in representing your community, your family, your church, your mosque, okay, but come. There's too much that is at stake. Okay, uh, Dr. K. Royeebwan, somebody have a question from uh, Dr. Phil Valentine. I, I want to hurry up and get to this before I um, end up forgetting. Um, Dr. Valentine, are you with us, sir? Are you able to hear me? Reverend Philip Valentine, are you on the call? Minister Brown, are you on the call? Yes, I am. Oh, okay, okay. All right, um, this is probably a question that you can answer. Maybe um, Dr. Gabriel Hebrew, who, whoever choose to, but um, the question basically is this. Um, are white people human, and where do they come from? <laughs> they came from the black people. <laughs> 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 that's what's so sad. <laughs> Those are our children. As a matter of fact, that's what is in the Yale, and we, we, we're going to be going over that. They are the bad boys that we gave birth to, okay? <laughs> so, okay. Um, Minister Brown, would you like to expound on that? <laughs> well, a good study is Shake Out the Diaz's work. Um, very good study. Dr. Ivan Van Sertima, uh deals with that question, and of course, Professor Ibo. But Europeans, Africans, uh, scientifically, that's the latest, uh, that's the agreement upon with most scientists, uh, that Africans uh, left Africa during the last warming ice age. It's not the first time they left. But... <clears throat> The Homo sapiens left Africa, uh, Homo sapiens sapiens. And the good thing, the, one of the things you must realize is that these are the same 
Africans that we see today, 35 years ago, they thought the same, was creative. They had uh, engaged in the building of uh, civilization, etc. They 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 migrated into Europe as they migrated all over the world uh, because they were people who explored the world, who explored ultimately the universe. And so they went into Europe and were uh, – and the the ice uh, moved in. You know, the the weather changes slowly, and they got trapped there. And so for the last uh, uh, 35,000 years until about 10,000 years ago, your uh, Africans uh, were trapped in the ice above the 51st parallel and in places more than three, the ice was over three miles thick. The, I think, miraculous thing to, 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 to get a, a good understanding is that the Africans survived that harsh element by becoming that element, by becoming one with the element. You know, you, uh, uh, when I say, you know, they lost their pigmentation in order for the body to make vitamin D. They had to shed the pigmentation. Um, their hair uh, had to change because it became long and uh, uh, lifeless as it is uh, for, for warmth. Uh, you know, so they grew hair all over. But they became the uh, environment, harsh, uh, uh, cold, frigid. Uh, you might not, you know, you might see a reindeer, uh, you might see a polo bear or whatever every now and then. And as Dr. Jeffers explained, so uh, you clan leave your uh, leave, leave your cave because a, a rabbit or something just ran by and y'all captured. You're not going to run down to the next cave. You're not going to find the next cave and holler, hey, y'all, come on up. We got a rabbit here. Let's have a party. Nah, if you see somebody from the next cave on their way up to your cave, everybody get their club and go to war because y'all might not see another rabbit for six months or whatever. And whoever wins, you know, you might throw the males in the back after you kill them for a good meal later. Uh, but I'm just saying that they became their environment, and you can see that reflected in the barbarism of Europeans after the Ice Age when they come back down through India all the way back into Egypt. And even today, they still have that same uh, Neanderthal uh, caveman temperament. Uh, but yes, they are our children. Uh, but I would refer to Professor Ebo as whether they can, um, uh, because they lost their pioneer gland. I mean, they, 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 they gave up a lot. Uh, but yes, uh, they are human. Uh, and perhaps uh, uh, they can be transformed. I would refer that to pre- Professor Ebo as to the transformity of the European, of whether, uh, you know, Professor Ebo? Uh, yes, that's an important. Thank you, uh, Minister Brown, for that contribution. And I, I hope the audience uh, picked up on that. 
Uh, that's the job that now remains to be done. And as you were indicating earlier, Minister Brown, uh, you had, you know, some some non-blacks, uh, you know, really uh, very eager to join us uh, in in the briefing and so on. So it's a very healthy process. And, and you know, you understand, see, what is correct is there has been a polarization as a result of Gaga because it came in as a shock. But both blacks and non-blacks have been contributing to Gaga. Like I said, a lot of reviewers are non-blacks. You know, I mean, the biggest honor given to Gaga, one of the biggest honors, come from Germany. That's the Göttingen, which is something that contradicts the BBC, BBC is used to the, the old-fashioned British approach of trying to vote for one that you can control, which is totally out of place. And then, like I said before, call the BBC and ask why they, they're trying to perpetrate fraud against Gagat and divide the black people, because that's all they know is to divide people, which is consistent with what Minister Brown was saying, the whole... Dynamics of deprivation cause people to behave, uh, you know, poorly. That's what is the problem. But yes, they can be transformed. Like I said, I had, like I said, Professor Garabedian. You understand? Uh, it's one of my mentors. Uh, I had a lot of, you know, a lot of teachers uh, that were non-blacks. Okay, uh, a lot of friends and all that. But it comes as a total shock what has happened. So, but we're a human family. You know, the Yale study says yes, just consistent with what Minister Brown said, that they lost the intelligence by, by the dynamics of the weather in the, uh, in the North Pole, you know, and so on. They knew, they recognized, they came from Africans. And when you talk about the Jewish, uh, dynamics, um, today they still hang on to the Falashas, who are my people, who are black people, Falashas. Uh, they also call Gala people. That's the, 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 the ethnic group I come from, actually. Africans, humanity is one. There's just a little, little differences which are being overemphasized. Okay? Uh, so, the Falashas Back in Ethiopia, are called the Oromo or, or something, or Gala people. And that is a name we picked up, you know, uh, you know while running, you know, and, and you know, trying to avoid destruction of life on arrival of the, uh, the Europeans on our shores. Because Gala must mean some kind of challenging moment and so on. So the Falashas are Gala people. For example... The big names in religion that I describe as philosophy, and although Brother Valentine kind of uh, kind of gave a variation a little bit, uh, <laughs> there's only one thing which is intelligence. Okay, intelligence is 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 what drives philosophy. You use your mind to try to model things and so on. That's what philosophy means in the broad sense. 
So any time you're trying to understand something, you know, that's why they give a, a terminal degree called PhD, okay, Doctor of Philosophy. So everything comes from that. That's a sense uh, of, inter- of uh, philosophy we meant. But therefore, um, the Galas. Hello? Okay. The Galas, who are referred to as the Falashas, okay, who are recognized to be part of the Hebrew people, except like, like Islam. They quickly turn around and say, well, the Falashas were as slaves or, or the inferior part, which is exact opposite. It's like, again, the three-fifths of human beings. But you see, when we deal with people who are not as blessed as we are, we're a lot more tolerant and a lot more, how can I say it, more accepting, you know, because we understand, you know, the situation and so on. The other people, when they deal with us, even with the fictitious, wrong, they're too harsh, which is all, you know, combined together to say, you know, uh, it's a lack of understanding. So, but the religion which came out, so-called religions, we didn't call it religions, we call it science, a dynamics, a philosophy to understand the reality of the universe. That's what we called it. So eventually God called religion and divided up. Now what happened is the two major ones, Christianity and Islam, I told you about Islam already. The Muhammad title is a title in African culture. Maman, Amama. Minister Brown was there when I asked a scholar speaking, uh, you know, a, a colleague of ours, on the other side of the Atlantic. What does it mean? What does the word Amamomin or Mahama, Mahaman means? And he translated, the no one knows. Minister Brown, is that right? Are you, if you near the boat? Yes. Yes, okay. that's the That's okay. That's Gala. That's the current day African language. Mahaman or Mohammed means the no one knows. It's a culture of the black people where when you are blessed with a lot of intelligence beyond the normal, you are given a crown of mammon. And if you have a lot of intelligence, you know a lot, you will be considered a prophet. And like I said before, fortunately, uh, people misuse that word a lot. So, but in any case, so mammon, that's where the word Muhammad mispronounced mammon, that no one knows. Ma means intelligence or knowledge. That's what ma means. So when you have ma man, it's the same way mathematics was created. Ma ma, ma mathematics. It's very clear, very infallible. Okay, that's the only kind of knowledge you get through Gagat. So, um, therefore, ma man, the prophet, in other words, a prophet is honest. Is recognized in African culture with the title Maman or Mama or Amamo. Mine was actually called Amo Kidojo, the Ma, the prophet. That comes from the, the genius that comes from the prophet. Genius and prophet are the same. So um, now, so that is the most, the holiest name beside God in Islam. 
is a name that was originally from the black people. Okay? So then you go to Jesus. Jesus is a mispronunciation of Joshua. That's it for Christianity or Hebrew. Well, there's a vocabulary in the original African language, Gala language. That vocabulary is Joshua. Joshua means in the Gala language, uh, God solves a problem for us. God the Savior. That's what it means exactly in the Gala. The, the current day Gala language, you know, translates uh, Joshua to God is the Savior. So when they say Hebrew, translate Joshua the same thing, God is the Savior, then Hebrew is a Gala language. Is that the Hebrew is Gala? This is this is reality. Okay. So therefore, um, that proves the roots of not only the people but their religions coming directly from the black people, and hence their own existence coming sprouting out of of the black people. So. You know, and, you know, there's something about the truth. You could use many ways to arrive to really generate the truth. If those ways are correct, they will agree. Just like you ask somebody, you know, on, on Mars, what is 2 plus 1 minus 3? If the answer is correct, whether they're answering it on Mars or Neptune, if their minds can work there, or on the planet Earth, uh, it, the, answer, the answer will be the same, to be zero. That's the dynamics of the truth. So slowly and surely, it is being verified, you know, where humanity came from, okay, which is the black people. That's why it's extraordinarily rude. And, and on another note, or a similar note, you see, those dynamics will rise in, in suicide uh, by non-blacks as a result of Gagat is also spilling into trying to kill every black male they see and even our mothers are being assassinated so the point is that is part of that suicide because when you go attacking a people who have now been declared the most intelligent that is Definitely suicide. Because all those people need is to turn their, their, their anger and then the rest will be annihilated. But that's exactly what God designed us to be against. Okay? And it makes a whole lot of sense. We've been given the victory in the most, most ultimate war, which is to decide who is the most intelligent. That is done. So, what BBC tried to do is to say, okay, we're going to use our illusion techniques, okay? And they've tried that so many other times. So we're going to see if black people can close their eyes for a second. And we say, oh, gee, wow, a black, another black man has solved the universal theory. Uh, sorry, not the universal theory, but a Riemann hypothesis. 
were gotten again, the department where women was head of mad department, the department where David Hilbert, who came after uh, women as head of mad department, he was also head of mad department, was the first uh, mathematician to declare the Roman hypothesis as an important problem. It comes from the same Gottingen. Gottingen has acknowledged Gagot as a unified theorem, the unified, grand unified theorem, meaning one theorem that contains every other theorem, including the G2J theorem for, as the solution for Riemann hypothesis. And BBC is kidding himself, trying to think black people are not going to figure that out. So once Gottingen has recognized Gagot as the grand unified theorem, automatically recognized the G2J solution to Riemann hypothesis. But BBC is, it thinks they're too clever or too dumb, okay, to think, oh, gee, they're going to go to uh, uh, the continent and go to near literally, you understand, my hometown, because it's in the same state, and try to pick up a black face and try to delude the world to say that black person has solved the Roman hypothesis. Now, your lack of contribution in terms of getting right in to see the Roman the D2J solution yourself is part of where Jim Crow is getting that kind of power. That's why you cannot fail this time. Otherwise, you are setting yourself up to be not only deceived and deluded, but insulted. May I, may I add also that it is an attempt by and conquer and uh, get African people fighting among themselves, those who agree that uh, someone else who is African, who is from perhaps a different ethnic group and so forth, so that they can create the kind of confusion, creates the same friction that got us here enslaved in the beginning. Thank you, Paul. That's an excellent point. The divide and conquer is usual again. Just like an attempt to, uh, you know, Sergio will favor Reverend King as opposed to Malcolm. Right. And then kill them separately. That's what, you know, it's the old-fashioned stuff. As a matter of fact, even among themselves, for example, in their delusionary uh, attempt at supposedly dividing up Africa, and the key word is a divide, that's why I thank Minister Brown. He said divide and conquer. They divided Africa up in a conference called Berlin Conference. They divided up without any black person present. That's how much they deluded themselves about our intelligence. We don't even have to be consulted. They just divided up and they go and take up the places. That was in 1885, somewhere there. Okay? By writing us off as having any intelligence at all, they divided us up. So God got even because now the response to Berlin Conference is the Gottingen Conference where they declared Gagot as the greatest work is all theorems embodied in one. And therefore, that automatically, since mathematics is a study of theorems, that not only means that 
every solution in math, including G2J for women hypothesis, that's an insult on human intelligence that is a, it's incredibly embarrassing to, uh, to uh, uh, BBC. BBC spearheading, spearheading that. You know, they're using the power of propaganda to delude people. You must rise. It has been reported to the, to the FBI already, and it has been, the BBC supposedly trying to investigate that fraud. They're not going to do something serious unless you call them up. Call BBC up what's the status of the so-called investigation of the attempt at trying to steal the G2J solution. But your best bet is a more proactive one. Show up at the, at the briefing on December 28th. Every Kwanzaa celebration should be celebrating that so you can see the G2J, your own eyes. Don't allow anyone to read anything for you because now you are the teacher. You're not a student anymore. You're not a special ed material. You are the master, the race of masters. You are the most intelligent. You are looking at the, the BBC and the CNN, you know, co-fraudulent people, uh, organizations. That's all they do. But the fraud like that creates a lot of pain. Okay? You know, and what, was, what happened? They fire, after they fire bombed that facility, they burned down a lot of those journals. Okay? And they stole. That was done in February this year. Now, what they're using the blackface for, if his solution is correct, it must be the G2J solution from Gaga. That's robbery, which African, African philosophy is against totally. That was being facilitated by BBC. We talk about truth, so therefore this is not something for you to sit back and, and say, gee, I have a reason why I couldn't do it. Come on, go on Google Hangout if you can't, if you can't physically live where you are. But you must come and see the truth because that truth is the stealing is so they can have control means your history, the piece of history that's in it, is going to be lost. You have no problem already losing papyrus. Do you understand? You have a lot of problems already losing a lot of blessings God has given to you. You don't want to lose this one. Therefore, there's absolutely no excuse. I know a young brother at three can register with his standing money. So can every black person. And every black person is ordered by God to show at the briefing. Okay? You know, if you don't come personally, go on Google Hangout. Hook up with us. Bring your, your group, your family. Every congregation must be in there so you can see and touch the truth. Okay? It was a struggle. And again, brother, Minister Clancy has to be credited for documenting, you know, that I just visited alone, he, he had he collected over 100 hours of this truth that he witnessed, okay? And he has one of the most powerful description of what he saw, the battle for 30 days. And if he still remembers, I would like him to tell you what he saw and what he documented and what, what in effect was his conclusion after watching the battle rage for, for 30 days. Okay. It, so, go ahead, Mr. Brown. No, it was uh, it was an experience, uh, and sometimes when I look at the tapes, and I've said to you that only the Creator 
and could have guided the camera and could have shot that. I didn't shoot that. You have to understand that we went to 18 different, uh, well, we went to nine zonal lecture areas, which were uh, all over Nigeria. And uh, I had um, I had two cameras, actually. But just to be there and film uh, all of the, uh, there must have been over 400 uh, mathematicians and uh, scientists and uh, physicists uh, from all over Nigeria and all over the world. And watch this peer review, watch this showdown. It wasn't like they, uh, because Professor Ibo was a Nigerian, that all of the professors and uh, heads of departments from Nigeria were trying to uh, pat him on the back. They were not. They were, they wanted to know if this is the truth or not. So they took him to the blackboard to literally make him prove that this equation could stand the test of their deepest scrutiny. And uh, they threw every question that you can imagine at him. And there were some who were outright hostile, who were agents of, of Jim Crow, uh, who had come really to derail uh, his, uh, his review, uh, to tear him down and uh, to sow doubt among people. But when the dust settled, only Professor Ebo was standing. And the whole, uh, the, everybody just uh, gave him standing ovations. I mean, at different, uh, at different presentations, when he was challenged with some of the uh, most powerful uh, mathematical minds in the audience, and uh, they took him, I, I remember uh, especially Professor Sain, who is an Indian uh, uh, mathematician, PhD, who was the head of the mathematical department at uh, ABU. And uh, uh, he locked horns with Professor Ebel. And, uh, and there, were, there were several areas in which the challenge was really uh, very stiff, but one one of the areas I remember uh, specifically when he asked, uh, when when he uh, brought up the expanding universe, and Professor Ebo challenged him on that, and told him there is no such thing as an expanding universe, and uh, uh, he gave his explanation, and Professor Ebo asked him. Well, what do you call the space that the universe is expanding to? And it got so quiet, and then somebody way up in the back said, that's space too. And, and the whole auditorium just erupted with claps and standing ovation. And saying Professor saying just dropped his head because it was over. He had he 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 saw the the fallacy and and that just turned the European worldview upside down. 
There's no such thing as an expanding universe. Uh, and there were moments, there were moments like that all through. I mean, I was just like, wow, you know. Uh, every day I awoke to a new high. Just uh, there was one point at Kogi State University when uh, I, we entered the campus, and uh, the campus, and as far as you could see, was young people coming uh, to the auditorium. There must have been 10,000 of them. They were hanging all out of the roof, some like a, uh, like would be like uh, two to three stories high, and they just clammed all up on the roof. And I said to myself, I said, wow, if we could get black people, our young people in America, to have that kind of determination and that kind of interest, that they would come to a lecture on mathematics, on science, with that intensity and that desire to learn and be a part of. And uh, all of this, all of this, I found, this must be one of the great treasures. And I have like 32,000 hours of footage that I have filmed, uh, you know, of in, 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 in my archives, uh, all over in Egypt with Dr. Ben and all up and down the Mexico with uh, Van Sertima, just all over. I mean, Ethiopia, Lalabella, Sudan, over 25 African countries. I just took my camera and just, just filmed through villages and through markets and through everything and the history. But that, that trip with Professor Ebo was the crown and glory of this 32,000-hour archive that I have personally overseen. And most of it, you know, I feel myself, though I've had a crew that I don't want to in any way uh, sell them short because without them there were many things I could not have done. And we worked seamlessly as a crew. Uh, so I just want to give praise to Mark Dunstan and uh, Obiko and, Many other brothers, because I've trained so many brothers in in uh, video uh, uh, shooting and so forth, and, and they've all respected me and given me great uh, 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 great help and uh, commitment. So, uh, but 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 Professor Ebo's work is the greatest of our archives. So I'm blessed. Uh, I'm blessed. Thank you, thank you very much, Minister Brown and uh, Brother Moon. Uh, you know, located you quickly and so on. And what I'm suggesting, especially for those who register right now, is that Prof, uh, Minister Clemson Brown will be kind enough to, um, you know, give out a copy of the um, of the documentary. You know, as as uh, it, you know, uh, how can I say it? Uh, an encouragement for registering today and maybe a couple of days to come so that they can see basically what you just described. Because you are not only seeing with your own eyes, you are also seeing with the eyes of the camera. And, and yes, I witnessed you as well. And you became a star. You know, you were, I mean, people were so, they were embracing you. <laughs> you understand me? They were, they loved just, you know, having you around and you know, a brother that has come back 
it was awesome. But you're also right in terms of you were not in charge, God was in charge, just like God was in charge in the gang. It was a, that kind of experience. I saw some shots of Minister Brown where he was concentrating on the eyes of the brothers and sisters to get expressions from their eyes. It is extremely yeah. touching. Mm-hmm. So you want to mm-hmm. you want to say one or two things with regards to that because I saw that face and I was I was definitely very touched. You know what was yes. expressed. Go ahead. They, they were so intense, and it was just not young brothers. It was one young sisters as well. You know, uh, if I may, I just say that one of the things I did was to. Uh, go into the uh, into the museum uh, of Egypt many years ago with Dr. Ben, and I filmed all everything they had in that museum. And then when I was in uh, Kogi State, looking at these young people and looking at their faces, and the reason why I concentrate on those faces is because they reminded me so much of the pharaonic faces that I had filmed in the museum of Cairo. And it has been one of my, uh, one of my, uh, uh, one of the things that I want to do is to connect, you know, I have, I have hardly touched this library in doing the kind of, uh, uh, putting the kind of programming and telling my own story, uh, that I want to do. Because people like Professor Ebo has kept me so busy, I don't get a chance to work on my own stuff. I've been telling them I got to, I got to let y'all go so I can finish my own work. But yes, I'll I'll give out a documentary on that trip to those who register today, uh, tomorrow, uh, to those who register in the next few days. I would definitely give them a copy. Thank you very much, Minister. But that sounds so kind of you. That's wonderful. Now you all heard what he said. So go on and, and register, and you're going to see what he's describing. I saw it myself. I know exactly what he's talking about. I was able, you know, he, 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 you know, it's amazing. And that's, for me, one of the signs, you know, God was in charge. He was only, Mr. Brown was carrying the camera, but God was actually in charge because how he could just, you know, get out of the young brothers and sisters this kind of experience in their minds through their demeanor and their face was, was an incredible thing. I, I've never seen uh, that done before with cameras. It, it's literally a miracle. So, but you understand, the Kogi state is what we're trying to duplicate, the, what happened, the phenomenon in the Kogi state, okay? I mean, that's where you saw the power, I mean, of you. This was like a terrorist, con- uh, you know, concert, Okay? 10,000 people, like he said, it's not exactly, you need to see the film, the movie, the video, so you can understand what we're talking about. Kids hanging right on the roof. I've never seen anything like that before. So, you know, and, and then he, he later on began interviewing some of them, okay? And the kind of thing, you know, the young brothers and sisters, and the kind of thing that was coming out of them, their determination and everything was, was extraordinary. So, let, me, let, me, go ahead. let me throw this in here. Uh, when, we, when you were talking about you were crowned uh, Oma, o, 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 Kadoja. Kadoja, Oma, 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 Oma. Oma. 
Now that song, that song, fam, too. This is this fam is has such powerful history because the attire is the pharaoh. You're you're able to see the you know the continuity of uh, pharaonic uh, history down through the ages that is still alive right now today. In Nigeria, the Atar is the pharaoh. They're still involved the same way. The, uh, some of the language and everything is still conserved right within our own culture. And with, with, with Gagan, uh, with, with, with the equation for the unified field theory, People have tried, Europeans have tried to claim the pyramids. They've tried to do everything to say that the people in Babylon or somewhere else uh, brought about writing and, uh, you know. But the pyramids have a fingerprint. And the equation of the unified field theory is the fingerprint of the pyramids. It is the pyramids have never been able to be duplicated. And you've had every nation, even Japan, trying to duplicate, trying to rebuild the pyramids, but nobody has been able to do it. No nation. But when you look at the equation for the unified field theory, you see forensic. You see, you know, you'd be looking at all these programs, uh, investigation, ID, and all this. But the fingerprints of the, of the pyramid is Geiger. Out of Gagan is the building of the pyramid. So the African fingerprint is on the pyramid through Professor Ebo. You can duplicate the pyramids through Professor Ebo. So people will say, well, what are, you, what are you going to do with it? I mean, we have passed on. We're not going to build pyramids again. But the point is that whoever, whoever is the rightful uh, creators of the civilization of Egypt and the building of the pyramid stand at the pinnacle of world history, world culture, and the most intelligent human beings. And now uh, we went 300 degree full circle, and our fingerprints prove that this culture and this intelligence belong to us. It is in our genes. We're the same people. And once we internalize that, we will act it out. And we, there's nothing greater than a united African mind. It's like the drop that I talked about from the ocean with all of the elements of the ocean. But when you put the drop back in the ocean, the ocean is billions and billions and billions of drops together make the ocean. And that's what happens when our minds come together. In one, and that's what this. Uh, that's what this. Uh, 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 that's 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 what happens on the twenty eighth. Our minds become one, and we have the same power as the drop put back in the ocean. We have the same power as the ocean. We become the ocean again. So I just want to encourage people to to come out and be there, and uh, let us again uh, demonstrate our godliness, because that is what runs through us, God, the expression of God.
who is the creator. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Mr. Brass. Uh, you know, again, um, you understand, I thank you for agreeing to give them a copy of this experience. It's a very huge part of our experience in terms of the documentary that you have made that, you know, and I'm hoping you're going to do more. And on that note, uh, let me also tell the audience that Minister Brown uh, had to script pennies to do this incredible documentary. Now, that's the only documentary that's available now while the non-blacks have done a movie about Gagot already, unbeknown to some of you, although some of you have decoded it already, when you watch the Interstellar, you had no idea that's the story of Gagat. Except buried in the, in the film is a term called Gansua. That's Gagat. The black hole was called Gongansua. That's, that's as close as they could get to Gagat. So here you're watching Gagat in your lives and are not identifying it. That's why you need to go now and register $1, $5, $550, because when you do that, you're going to have a book to yourself. But, hey, $1 as well. You know, and if you like your members of your group to be within your neighborhood, of course, then you call on them. If you can do a dollar, they can do a dollar. Anybody can do a dollar. So your community would... Contribute 550 is all you need. You register as a group. So when you get a book, you keep it in your library that everybody has access to because it has your history. The best gift you can give a young brother and a, a young sister right now is a registration for your you know, holiday season is a registration to the Gaga Briefing. You bring them. You don't have to just send one person. You can all come together and have a Kwanzaa here. New York area has great Kwanzaa celebrations. I will encourage everybody to gather together on that day of the Kwanzaa to have a ball, to say, God, you are the greatest for making us the greatest creature, set of creatures. It's real. This is not a joke anymore. You heard Minister Brown. Okay? You heard what, you know, has been said all around the world. Although, you know, uh, uh, BBC is fooling around. Come, you know, See the fraud of BBC. Okay? Come do that. And, and even before you come, because, see, they wanted to, you know, they wanted to abort what was planned for the 28th. That's why they came up with this black face. So they pull out, you know, the so-called uh, money in order to delude you, in order to force you into believing fraud. But you are the wealthiest. You don't need their gym credit, their you know, filthy, dirty dollars anyway. So use your own real intelligence, which is the ultimate intel, um, almost currency, the ultimate currency, and come see the truth. The truth has been misrepresented too many times for you. That's what, uh, what BBC is trying to do right now with a black face. So on the one way, they're trying to offer you the Raymond hypothesis, which has already been solved. You own that already. 
There's a G2J which is done. It's on Amazon.com. It's public record. So when they delude you and say, gee, some other black person has done it, it's either it's stolen, if it's correct, or it's a fraud, means it's wrong. Those are the two ways it can be. But you have to make sure that you determine the truth yourself. Now you have absolutely no excuse. You have been redeclared the most intelligent race. You can't wait for a person with 19 IQ to tell you what is right or what is wrong. That is now forbidden. You've got to come and see things for yourself. Because you now have the most intelligent. That's the figure from Yale, authorized by a president of the United States, Bill Clinton, on the genome program that you contributed to. It's as official as it can get. But before that, that is scientific. But the presidency recognizes it. That's official. And God ordered it. Because it's mathematics, the G2J. It's an order from God. That's what you must come and witness. You must never give up, you know, witnessing this thing yourself. And when all is said and done, your very serious history is inside of it. That's why I'm so delighted with Minister Brown that is offering to give you a copy of the documentary. That is awesome. Please take it up. He can sell that documentary for any amount he feels like. But he's throwing in for you for free. To encourage you to do something that God has ordered you to do. Therefore, that's a very serious kind of, uh, 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 you, know, uh, uh, you know, a testimony to God's order that now has elevated you back to where you once were. The mass civilization, the kinetic civilization, Brother Moon has so much history. You know, he can feel the vibes of this thing. And I, I heard this having some uh, little dynamics there in terms of ability. If you can't come, because we were expecting you to have your boss load and bring them over. Now, if that is having a little problem, you have to send the delegates in here. You get on the Google Hangout and join all of us, and you all be giving an opportunity to say a few words. Every segment of the society must be represented and across the globe. Pass the word, each one teach many. Hello. So yeah. yeah, I'm here. I thought somebody was talking. Oh, no, no, no. That, that, that is how it is. No. Okay. Okay. So what I'm saying is everybody needs to be reminded, go now, when you register now, and next couple of days, you're going to get that, you know, that Minister Brown's, uh, you know, offer in terms of the documentary on the, uh, on the trip to Nigeria for the global, uh, you know, uh, global uh, presentation of Gaga. Okay, there's one video of it on the YouTube called the ABU presentation, and you'll see some things there too that, you will know it's an act of God and so on. But we're talking about watching a lecture of 10,000 people. 
especially most of them young youth, you know, the hip hop, you know, uh, you know, uh, generation, climbing the walls to listen to mathematics presentation. They make history there. It's all on the documentary. Okay, and that's only a beginning. So go register now. Otherwise, please ask questions, make comments. Okay, because. We know if you understand, you you know, it's an order from God where we don't, you understand, we obey God's order. If you, there's a consequence for disobeying God's order. For example, a consequence for, you know, refusing to breathe will, will affect one's life. That's a consequence. So normally, no creature disobeys God's order. Because if we do, there are consequences, and they're not pleasant consequences, okay? In this case, it's a joyous God order for, for humanity, but through black people. The God order says God is in charge, and the rest of us who are creatures will take whatever position God puts us, with all the respect and everything else, okay? It's all about love. God had to love us to create us. That's what this is about. Okay? It's, 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 you know, happiness. The wars are going to be over. Okay? Because when the God's ordered world is heaven. That's why we say Gagot is, Gagot age of intelligence is life and heaven, while ignorance is death and hell. That's where we have been for 2,500 years. Is the, the problem was ignorance. When you have children ruling parents, you know, children, I'm talking about two years old and three years old, trying to run the family. <laughs> when the family is there and the parents are taking orders and calling children masters, now that's what is wrong. That kind of world is hell. And death, that's what we've been witnessing for the last 2,500 years. In 1990, that was ended. And, of course, there's something called inertia, okay, which is that, you know, we creatures have a tendency to stay with what we know, no matter how painful it is, because we hate the unknown. We hate to change to something that we, know, we don't know, Okay. But in this case, it's something that is, is like, I mean, it's heaven. Because heaven is characterized by the truth. You must speak the language of truth to be in heaven. And if you speak the language of truth, you will find it much easier to do anything. Because language of truth is associated with, you know, intelligence. Intelligence makes things easier for you to do. That's what this is all about. Again, please... Uh, Brother Moon, encourage them to call in and, and ask questions. A lot of people calling in and claiming their video, I mean, their documentary tapes, so they can begin filling it even if you register. I, we can arrange with Minister Brown to even see if we could get it across to you before the briefing. Otherwise, you pick them up during the briefing, okay? But uh, it's something, you know, you can, you, I mean, like Minister Brown, who shot it himself, <laughs> can't disengage from it. You know, and that's what he was telling you, he says, of all the heavy-duty works he, he's been doing, you know, all over the globe, in terms of he has a collection, the largest collection of the African 
history. Okay, certainly in this country and on this hemisphere, probably. Okay? And uh, so all that, and he's saying that Gagot has a specific, you know, position in all that collection that they have. So that is, again, you know, from his experience encounter with this particular process. So in the process, he learned a lot from our people globally because he also saw things that were happening here as well. So call in 631-242-3069 and do yourself a favor. Do your family a favor. The best gift you can give your family right now is the Gagot Griffin registration. Okay? And look forward to watching this film, you know, that Mr. Brown shot, and, um, and understanding now that you're more powerful than the BBC, they can't fool you, they can't delude you anymore. The black face there, you know what the whole deal is. And I'm talking about that particular tradition from Britain, <clears throat> when they tried to divide up Africa at that Berlin conference, what, and they asked every European uh, member of their group to go and pick whichever countries, the divided countries, so-called countries, uh, they would like. So specifically, there was a competition for who was going to supposedly own the Congo. The Congo. You know, the Democratic Republic of the Congo. That's the Congo Kinshasa, it was once called. And uh, so, both Belgium and France uh, claimed ownership of the Congo. And, and when Britain came in, Britain chose to support the Belgian claim instead of supporting the French because they believed Belgium was easier to control than France, who they have been bitter enemies of. And, and have tested each other's capabilities for a while. It's a similar thing, this blackface dynamics is going on. Uh, the guy, this blackface, uh, so-called Professor Payami uh, Enoch, was quoted as saying that he wants to be uh, the first winner, the first black winner of the Nobel Prize. Which another one saying he's so out of it, he doesn't even know that. The Gottingen list that has Gagot in number one position after competing with collection of works that have won Nobel Prize equivalent, which is the field medals. There are 44 of them. Okpayami is so out of it, and yet he supposedly found the Riemann hypothesis that he didn't know that Gagot has already been ranked ironically by the university where Raymond Abbott originated to be worth more than 44 Nobel Prizes. He had no idea about it. That's how out of it he is. That's public record. That's why, John, make sure you hear about the Gottingen. Gottingen is a surrender to the fraud that was perpetrated in Berlin in, 19, in 1885. It's a very huge stuff. So, and then, of course, dealing with the Yale piece is something that I know is going to take every black person a while to, to deal with. 
But by coming to the briefing, you will begin to loosen up and take your time in the therapy. It's a therapy. Because after I've been told you were the smallest, after I've been told you were slaves, after I've been told you had no brain for 2,500 years, to find out one day that you are, in reality, the most intelligent. That, obviously, that is very hard to, to deal with, but it is an absolute truth. It's not a joke. It's not a feel-good sermon. Okay? It's an absolute truth. It's, you can't get more absolute than it as then. As I proved much earlier, in as much as your brains are used to construct reality, Ethos of Ben is used to control reality, therefore your brains and in terms of your intelligence and Ethos of Ben are the same. That's perfectly geometrical. It's not, not disputable. So, that's where we are. Any questions, any comments, anything people do not understand, again, the telephone number is 631 242-3069. Uh, we're on that phone right now, but you know, if you need to call right now, especially if you're having difficulty with the registration, you know, you call right now. You can call 516-343-6628 and come and claim your tape. Okay, get registered. Like I said, all you need is Although you, you, the tape is given for a group, say, meaning you have to get your group together to claim the tape and the book eventually after the briefing. But come see and the fraud that has been perpetrated by BBC and call them up before then. Don't forget, because this is about your story we're talking about. You've witnessed too many things stolen from you, from the father of rocketry, Professor Beard, Andrew J. Beard, to... Uh, 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 Professor um, Booker T. Washington, sorry, yeah, Professor Booker T. Washington, but Booker, Professor Wa uh, Carver, Washington Carver as well. The whole thing with the peanut, you let all that slide. You can't allow this to slide because this has everything in it. Okay, so that's what we have as a message. This is extremely important, you know. And uh, my purpose here is to give you that God news, the God order news, so that you could begin your journey back to yourself again. But you have to get involved. You must allow the pain to ease by getting involved. You must allow the therapy to begin. All the atrocities, all the nightmares that we've gone through has ended. Um, this show is officially over. Appreciate everybody for um, calling in. Have a wonderful evening. Yeah.